Well, um, welcome to the podcast. I forgot to hit record. <laughs> so this is take two. Uh, what you missed is uh, we're doing an Alberta rye, or Alberta uh, featured whiskey. And we're doing the rifle rye, um, eight-year-old, for 47 bucks. It's a uh, pretty good whiskey. <laughs> we've got uh, we got Nick to my left. Hi say, everyone. Say hi twice again. Yeah, hi everyone. And we, we got we, we, oh my god, I was gonna say Kyle. We got Will to my right. Say hi again. Hey, thanks for bringing me back. Yeah, glad to be back. Too bad I didn't know how to push a fucking record <laughs> button. Um, anyway, uh, cheers again. And Absolutely. what you missed was our cheers that you'll probably see in another video. Yay, Pierre Polyev. Congratulations, and, uh, sir. You won by 68%. Yeah. If I might say, one for the queen. One for the queen. Yeah, yeah, one for the queen. God love sure. your tits at 60 <laughs> years old, firing off a 50 cal in the fields. You see that video? She used to fire, she's there with the with the 50 cal. And she's with the. Oh, I haven't. Yeah, and she's shooting off the 50 cal with, with the. No kidding. Yeah, at 60 something years that, old. Really? Yeah, I didn't see yeah. it, no. Yeah. Up until up until she hit her like seventies, she was repair right. she was repairing her own Ranger Rover. Somebody, I, oh I can't remember who said it. I think it was, um, oh, Fox. What's that guy's name? Um, I don't know his name. The guy who's on. Oh, I can't remember his name either now. Jesus. Anyways, this will bring your memory back. Anyways, he was saying that uh, the Queen showed. Basically, like exuberance, and she was uh, everything that we try to be for 70 years in the public eye mm -hmm. when, you know, you're under scrutiny and, you know, everybody's looking at you. And she basically represented everything we should excel and aim to be she for 70 years. Yeah, she did diss Trudeau, and though. she, <laughs> wow. She's not a dumb woman. That's no, all. she's smart. She's smart. Oh, I still yeah. call I still call her my lizard queen, but she she's. But, she's that yeah, I saw the video of Trudeau talking about the queen, and oh. he's such a fake phony guy. You know, just cringe, just trying to pull the emotion. And I was listening. This to is him acting and I'm like, class. He's such this acting class. It's all the same. Oh, if man, you right? take if you take everything that he's ever posted a live video regarding we need to put this and that for this group and this this crime and this person happened. The face is the same. The tears are the same. The breathing's the same. Everything's identical. That guy is it's just like fucking a robotic. drama. He was a drama teacher. Yeah. yeah. Right? Right. Pulls the drama. Falling out. He's so well, fake. You can smell it from... Yeah. I can't even listen to it more than 20 seconds. Well, I'm, well I'm, I'm, I'm hoping people can fucking smell it and figure it out. But anyway, like I said, we've got... Uh, we got Pierre Polyev. Yeah, what a great right? news, man. I'm super fired like up. Like 68%. He beat Harper at... Harper was 62, if I remember correctly. And he brought over three hundred thousand new voters. Wow! Right into yeah. the, into the conservative party. I so was saying to the wife today, I should have bought myself a membership. So I so did. I well, I see the that number was, two, the number that so many people number two. The what? That like they get a now that how many people voted, right? Right. And that the count was something something zero two. Okay. Right, like whatever the number was. I want to say that I'm in that number two one. 
because I was late. I was I was days oh, yeah. before oh, okay. it ended up before I I, I I spent money for my yeah. membership, right? Yeah, I know. I was uh, about two years of uh, membership, and then I was yeah. so excited to send my vote with all all the people. You know, oh, yeah. Like He's one, like, two, three, he texts me, he goes, I got my voter card. Did you get yours? No, I didn't go. Why didn't you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. So then I, I went out and paid for my membership. So I was really happy, like I think, for the future of her kids and their nation. Yeah. Uh, get get the power back to the people. I think it's the, the journey has just begun. Well, well hopefully like an election gets called soon. Oh, well, I mean, like I said, we but NDP and Jagmeet, uh, Jagmeet and Trudeau, they got themselves. Well, oh, you should have heard. You should have heard what. Uh, yeah, Jagmeet wants to what, pull did, the plug. Does he? Yeah, yeah, but you heard. You heard what's going on, right? No. So, um, I Maybe. can't remember the two <laughs> ladies that were talking in the beginning. Anyway, the older lady literally said, "You know, we got to defeat the liberal government," and. Even though she's wearing pearls, we know that Jagmeet pulls the strings. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> I know. She said, we have only yeah. one enemy, yeah. and it's Justin Trudeau. Yep. <laughs> that yeah. was like, the, the, the CPC are like, yeah. let's go get the guy. Yeah. It's, that, we're, it was, we're, it was wicked. It was wicked. But uh, um, like I said, he won by 68%, which means Trudeau is scared. He's going to oh, pull a snap election. Right? Now, if he pulls a snap election, here's the issue that we've got. Well, how long? It, hold on. How long has it been since the last election? Last year. Last year, last year, because he pulled it right. He pulled it right. He pulled it right in the middle of COVID, and everybody was saying, "But a minority, yeah, which was BS." And he he lost seats. He lost seats with O'Toole. Yeah, right. He okay, but a minority government in Canada has never lasted more than what two years. Technically, yeah, right. Technically, because they so where are we at now? They call a vote of confidence. Right. But the problem is, is he teamed up with Jack Meat. So now right. we think the conservatives can't go and call a motion of con- uh, motion. Right. Because they're going to do nothing. Right. right. Exactly. exactly. Unless he exactly. pulls the plug. Right. Unless Jack Meat uh, pulls the plug. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, hopefully the guy does. I mean, if the guy's got any sense of, Jack, you know, Jack, fuck, who? self respect. <laughs> He's uh, Jimmy yeah. Dollywall? Hey, Jimmy, guess what? You still haven't fucking called me on TikTok, you fucking cunt. <laughs> you posted your number. I don't know how many fucking texts I said you sent to you, and you never fucking text me back, you fucking cunt. <laughs> I tell you what, you fucking loser. You're talking about the one percenter? Well, I don't wear a $10,000 fucking wristwatch every day that's a different shape and different fucking color. And my wife doesn't wear a fucking $10,000, I mean $5,000 fucking summer dress. And I sure as fuck don't take a fucking flight in my own private jet every fucking day. And I don't drive a BMW Z7 when the middle of fucking COVID is going on and everybody's saying, oh, look, he hugged without a mask on. You sat fucking two inches away from your best buddy in that fucking car, you cocksucker. And you fucking did jack fucking shit. You know what? You're a cocksucker. You belong in fucking jail because you support a fucking Indian terrorist group. You're a fucking cocksucker. Your name is Jimmy fucking Dollywall. Your parents are allowed in India, but you're not. Why? Because you support a communist fucking group. Of course you are with NDP. They used to be the conservative, fu- I mean, the, uh, the fucking, the fucking communist party of fucking Canada. You know what? Zeke hell, motherfucker. I'll shave your fucking beard off and wipe my ass with it. I've ever got fucking within six inches of you. Now back um, to it. Tell me how you really feel. Tell me how you really <laughs> feel, right? <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> Son of a bitch. This got hot in here. Yeah, I know. You guys right? <laughs> That's that a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We don't need to talk about your balls. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Flawless victory. <laughs> Finish him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Oh. oh, wrong button. <laughs> like, seriously, though, like, 
Right. They create promises, but they have no idea how to raise money for even it. Even promises, though. Promises, you know, decent people. Keep oh, we need dental guy. care for the poor. Oh. How about the dental care for the fucking working? Right. Every time you give control to the government, if it's health care or anything else, it always make it worse. Absolutely. You, every time. They, they as soon as the government gets involved in every time they, they, Pierre is talking terrible. about reducing. You hear the speech tonight? He said they're running how many buildings that are empty? That are fucking empty. That's owned by the federal and provincial governments that are sitting fucking empty. And he wants to turn them into affordable housing. Yeah, that's uh, that's what? What, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what he said. There's, there's like what twenty, thirty thousand buildings that are sitting empty that's not used by the federal government, and even more now since COVID, right? Because people are working at home, right. still getting their hundred thousand yeah. dollars yeah, a year. Right. Online, yeah. And, more and, online and stuff. Yeah, and he wants to turn around and put it into, and put it into affordable housing. God love him for affordable housing. You know. Yeah. You know, my daughter. My daughter's nineteen years old. My stepdaughter's twenty. My stepson is fucking now, 24, they, on, and they can't afford to live anywhere. Right. Well, there was a poll the other day that said, like, three-quarters of Canadians under 30 or something like that. The so they can't afford it. Cost, they won't yeah. ever, they don't feel they'll, they'll ever own a home. home. Even My daughter was talking about it, too. It's even for We got lucky, though, the, the old lady and I. We got lucky. We, okay, so she, she told her, totaled. Yeah, well, first thing, you got lucky. I crashed your car. Let me interfere with this. You got lucky on the housing part of it because you live in Alberta. That too. Well, okay. So this house, we yeah. this house, yeah, um, in White Rock, yeah, that is when we last lived there, which is about ten blocks away from where we lived. We used to live like um, half a kilometer from from the boardwalk yeah. in White Rock, so around the beach. Um, this house, which is a thirteen hundred square foot, two floor, three bedroom with mm-hmm. a half garage, yeah, in that we paid. 290k for about eight years, six years ago. In White Rock is eight hundred ninety thousand dollars. My maintenance here is three hundred dollars a month. There is fifteen hundred a month. Wow! To come mow my fucking grass. Jeez, that's insane. We got lucky though. Okay, so she rode off her vehicle. Yep. In an accident, got a payout of like eight grand. Yep. Out of that, we spent like two on a new vehicle and mm-hmm. some other expenses. So we had like six grand left over. I hadn't done my taxes for like three years and we were going to do this program where the builder was going to give us some money. So I did all my taxes to get pre-approved. True Turns out I got a $10,000 return oh, wow. for three years worth of taxes. Cause I worked my balls off. And, uh, so that brought us up to whatever number we were at. And then we worked our nuts off for a couple of months and got a grand from her dad and ended up, being able to put a down payment on a house. But it, it just happened to be that everything happened to fall in place. Even yep. the house we bought, we, w- we only had enough money to buy 400 grand, mm-hmm. which, I mean, there's nothing to shake your head at, but, I mean, still, it was only 400 grand. And to buy something... 400 grand is $1,700 a fucking month. Right. To buy something at, at that rate, we weren't finding anything we liked. So right. we found a, a house we really did like. They were asking for 54 though. Mm-hmm. And we got really lucky. Our realtor was really good. And we offered four twenty five, even though we couldn't afford it. And basically, the people selling, I think they were getting divorced or something. And we happened to get lucky, and they right. came back and said, "Okay, we just don't ask for anything less." And we happened to squeeze our way into it. 
Well, you got but, a nice home. I saw it. Right. You got a, you got, we not you got a 25 very, by 20, 24 to garage, right? Yeah, we all, yeah, double car garage. Right. Corner, basically a double a, corner lot. A corner it's, lot. Right. It's crazy. It's a nice house. It's a very nice house. Yeah. You know, it needs a lot of things right now, but had everything not just happened to fall in place, there's no way we would have bought a right. house. Right. I didn't think, honestly, I didn't think we would not rent for the next you know, at least next 10 years. You mean you're re-renting for the next 10 years? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got lucky. Well, I can't say that we got lucky. I have a very determined woman up top. So we kept getting turned down, that kind of stuff, because we weren't making enough and we didn't have a big down payment and that kind of stuff. And on this one came up, I said, look, this is the last time. If we don't get this one, I don't want to go through the heartbreak anymore. Right. And we got through and got it. So, yeah, so we got here. And then the same with my business side of it. You know, um, I didn't have the money and I've been trying for years to get in to do what I'm doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because I got tired of training idiots, to be honest. I'm sorry if you're watching this and you're one of the idiots that I fucking (laughs) train. Well, I'm sorry. Um, But um, I got tired of training these people that. Yeah. but No, but they knew what they wanted. They knew they thought they knew they wouldn't learn. You know, with our formula, one plus one is two. You follow one plus one is two, you'll get successful, right? As simple as that. You show up every day, you're clean, you don't fuck, you shave, you're dressed professional, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. I did an experiment yesterday, I mean Friday, yeah, yesterday. I, I showed up in a fucking hoodie and my sales tank because I wasn't professional, mm-hmm. right? Plus a bunch of, uh, well, other shit. But anyway, um, I kept saying, you know, and, and my wife kept saying, well, what's going on? I said, you know what? I don't know. She said, well, trust in God. And I'm not a I'm not a religious person. I'm far from it. And she said, that's going to happen when it happens. When it's your time, it's your time. And then heaven sent, a beautiful man came by and gave me an offer and made something that we can get done. And then the company that I'm with made an offer. And then the president, vice president of Canada went to the president of, of, uh, of credit mm-hmm. of the company yeah. in the States and said, look, if you don't hire this guy, we're going to lose him and we need him here. So I did. So anyway, I got in. Praise be. Everything fell in the right Everything place. Everything fell in the right place. Right. right. The only issue right now that we need now is we need a bigger plot, bigger spot. Yeah. But somebody up there is telling me that we don't need it yet. So I'm not worried about it. Right. Things just got to fall in the right place. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, if you don't have help from somebody or, you know, I mean, I was lucky. So, I mean, if you don't have luck or somebody to help you, it's just... I can see how so many people are just disheartened and have, you know, no hope for the future and yep. think they're always going to rent and never own anything. And just Well, yeah. the way it's going right now to the point it's not. So like I said, with Pierre coming in, Pierre Polyev, I said to my wife, I said in about five years or so or four years, um, especially if he gets a majority government. Oh, so please. I'm kind of hoping that we're not going to have a spring, a surprise election. Because we might be on the cusp of losing a, a, a majority government, and then we got the liberals and NDP we're fighting with all the time to get yeah. shit done, which will never get done. Like the pipeline, like cancel of Ven- Venezuelan. See, here's the issue that people don't understand. Venezuelan oil that comes into Canada on the East Coast is owned by, who's invested by, the Trudeau Foundation. Oh, is it? Yeah, I, I think that. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our Canada pension yeah. is wrapped up into... You know, Saudi, oil. Uh, Saudi oil. Saudi oil. Saudi oil is wrapped he's, up he's in investment. T- he's thinking about investing in Mexico for a pipeline there. 
Pipeline uh, for why? For for petrol. So right. he's encouraging and he wants why? to invest. Pipeline coming north. Yeah. So he's not. So he's through not, the states, if we're going to build a pipeline, no, why would it not be Keystone? He's exactly. So right? he's not. He's or not, Mountain X. Why can't we line line fucking five? Mountain X is working. Mountain X is going across the other side. He's not encouraging Canada's pipeline, but he's going to go invest and encourage a pipeline in Mexico. Let's come from because yeah. because what way he's looking at it is you're going to a buffet table, right? Yeah. And you're going to eat what's at the buffet table, but when you go home at night, you're not going to eat in the fridge because it's gross food, even though it's the same fucking meal. Right. Right? Here's the way I've always explained it, and I hope you guys understand what I'm talking about. If you're not, get into shape. <laughs> Rephrase that. If not, smarten the fuck up. So you're a farmer. You grow cows. Yeah. Right? You raise a bunch of cattle. Yeah. You raise a bunch of cattle. You grow cows. Yeah. You sell. This is why I was glad that the Keystone I'm XL. With this game, yeah. All right, Keystone XL got canceled. Right. I was probably one of the few ones in Canada. That, that was Biden's fault. Though, hang on, it? hang on. Let me finish. I think so. I was one of the few ones in Canada that cheered for it. Because here's what happened. For Keystone. Oh, I was yeah, cheering for, for Keystone it. XL. I was cheering. I, was cheering. I, I cheered for it being shut down. For being oh, he's being for, shut really? down. Uh, for being shut down. Oh shit. Whoa. And here, here's okay. how. Here's how. I'll shake my head now. Here's how. You're a farmer. Back to the story. You grow moo cows. <laughs> right? You sell your moo cows yeah. at half to one quarter market value. Right. Okay. So moo cows are oil. Right? Yeah. So moo cows uh, at market value at $100, and you sell it for 25 Right. And then when you go eat, yeah. you buy from your neighbors at $100. Yeah, no, I understand okay, what you're yeah. going. I know That's what, what we're doing. I know where right, you're going yeah. with that. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. right? So that. we're selling to the Americans. We don't have other the Americans, the Americans, it, gotta love America. I, 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 I well, fuck you, Joe. But God right. love America and the freedoms that they've got He's and everything else. Yeah, that's a different story. But anyway, the the way I looked at it is that the Americans were bring, and this is where Joe fucked up. He was bringing it down, and he was getting it a quarter market value and turning around and selling it. So he was making $75 off of every fucking barrel on that, shipping it to the world market. Right. Here's where we fell down. We let the 1% control the majority part of it. Mm -hmm. We let the jealousy of other province dictate Alberta. (laughs) BC. No, BC part. BC. Well, it's the environment. So they're building another twinning pipeline. So do you know anything about the current pipeline and what it does? The one we have now? The one we have now. The one that's been working. The one that has been. We have one going to BC. The one that's going to BC for the last 50 years and had zero, zero spills. We were going to build a second What do you know about this? Do you Uh, know anything about this? What do you know about this? For argument's sake, I'm going to say nothing. Okay. So the way the pipeline works is that the first push through, they push through bitumen. Bitumen right. is oil sands. It's thick. It's tar. Yeah. It's molasses. Yeah. Right. And then they pump through a little bit more of an oil gas mixture to clear out the line. Mm-hmm. And then they pump gas through to clean out the line. Right. So this is what the line's doing. So the reason why they're twinning it is one, they want to send the raw materials down the pipeline. Mm-hmm. And on the second line, they want to put, they want to put refined oil and refined gas down that line to feed BC and to go to world market. Mm-hmm. That's that's I know where you're going. Right. If we hit world market, 
we, it's better off than if right. we feed the U.S. And I know right it's getting so what he's saying right. is one USA. Yeah. Yeah. USA. Yeah. As the USA says, we're going to pay X number. We're getting we got We're help our balls. We're, getting, we're help our balls. Yeah. Right. So he's encouraging East Coast pipeline the across the West Coast. And, West Coast. And, West. and then the, the, the East Coast side of it is, is why would I buy oil at prime market and refine it at prime market when we grow it locally? I run my own business. If this cost me on my if this cost me in my business a hundred dollars, and I'm selling it for two, mm-hmm. why do I put two hundred dollars yeah, in the fucking till? No, I put a hundred dollars in the fucking till. The problem is Alberta, has not, Quebec's Quebec and BC said no for pulling pulling out out market. So Alberta said, "Well, we're gonna go to the U.S. What else? Well, U.S. We've been doing it for years. Yeah, and I the know, funny Bob. thing about that, they shut down the Keystone XL, but the fucking tr- freight trains went up. I, exactly. For me, I think right, pipeline f- is cleaner than train transport or transport Safer. by train. Safer. It's you know, pipelines pipelines by, by you know, cleaner. Well, here, always pipelines are cleaner. Yeah. Well, always. Hang on, I'm, I'm going to get this. I'm going to try to get the stat up here now. There's no carbon emissions with pipelines. Uh, there's no greenhouse gases. You got. There's none of that. It, well, Keystone XL was the first green energy pipeline. It ran on solar panel. It ran on solar power. Not that anybody gives a shit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, I mean, I uh, you know what? Right? I, I'm, I feel the same like you, you you're saying. It's the people that are all oh green energy this. Do you want if let's sidetrack a they, little bit? They you pick got and choose all the facts that they want to. Democrat run, Democrat run, uh, uh, you know, uh, states. California yeah. is going through massive. Well, here we go. 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 They having blackout. Hold on. They, right. So California <laughs> right now, they're a green energy green energy masters of the fucking world. Are all going cool. through black by uh, 2030 or 2035. Or we need no energy. more fucking yeah. no more gasoline engine vehicles. And right now, they everything's got to be electric, right? Yeah. But at the same time, in the same breath, the governor Two is saying, later. "Oh, by the way, don't charge your uh, electric vehicles. We got no power tonight." Okay, yeah, put a pin. Put a pin in that. Put <laughs> a pin in that. We'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Don't turn on your AC. Okay, yeah, that's put that's a pin in that. Yeah, we'll talk good. about that in a second. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, back to the train derailment, right? Yeah. Yeah. Between 2008 and 2007, right? There is. Uh, I was going to ask you that question. How yeah. many trail derailment with oil? In 2017, there was 1,091 derailments. Train derailments. What? Every Holy year crap. in North America and Canada. How many? 1,091. That's insane. Year or over that period? In 2017. In 2017, that year. Jesus. And wow. now, between. And now. And now, they're saying it's a 10% increased year over year of train derailments there's been zero oil spills with keystone with with a pipeline to bc right no there's been alberta's got kick-ass welders there's they there, might be stone but they're pretty good at what they do no, there's they're uh, good <laughs> 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 but we're good we're, do to burn there was one done there's one done in prince river a few years ago i understand there i understand there was a breakage in prince river a couple of years ago i understand yeah. that part of it right but that's one right but right now they're saying freight trains account for approximately 30 percent of all trains involved in rail accidents so 30 percent of the derailments of that of that uh 2019 uh 1019 so 30 percent is that what 300 and some odds that's one one a day of freight trains derailing on average yeah, yeah okay i can buy that right how many times you've been stuck at a railway crossing and you've seen hundreds of oil and bitumen cars go by? 
too many times. Exactly. You're sitting there for 15, 20, 30 minutes sometimes. And they carry Especially on 50th a Avenue. serious amount of oil. Exactly. Train. 149th so, Street. Right? Just north of the Yellowhead. So so that's that's that that that's that's fucking crazy. Now, um sorry what we're gonna put a pin in? You were talking about Oh, so we uh we switched with uh the climate. The the, the climate yeah, changing oh yeah, the, right? the solar panel and everything wants to go green and this week in California there's massive droughts. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Black Here's the situation. No okay. Well, they, they've always they had that. Sustain. Yeah. Absolutely, they yeah. always have that. Every year during the summer, they have rolling blackouts. Right. Because. But now they've. Hang on, hang okay. on. Because okay. of the left wing government. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Won't increase. Democrat. Won't increase the propane and coil fire generators. Mm-hmm. So now they're saying, okay, if you have an electric car, please don't plug it in between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m. Yeah. Do you don't know why? Between, hang on. Do you know why they say between 4 p.m. and 9 p.m.? Because that's when people get home and their houses are hot and they no. crank their fucking AC. That's when the solar panels start shutting down because they go from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Oh, that makes uh, sense, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. But it's just to tell you that if you have a but run... But at that de- time, no... It's, it's a run... Demo- it's a Democrat-run uh, cities and... and but also, hold on. Also, at that time, green... if you think about it, that's dinner time. Well, everybody's right? going home cooking. Everybody's going home. Everybody turn on their electric stove. Don't use, don't use, AC, li- don't use yeah, large appliances. Bomb. Right? Everybody turn on their TVs. When you got... When you... Know, that's when your power consumption in your house skyrockets because everybody's going home. Turn on your lights. Turn on your AC. Turn on your TV. Turn on your DVR. Turn on your dishwasher. Your stove. Plug in your phone right? for the day. Plug in your phone. You yeah, know, but all you of a sudden what? power consumption say, skyrockets. But the technology. Oh, oh, the technology. Drink, to, fucker. The technology to 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 put uh, energy aside is not there yet, and there's. Democrat cities and, and states switching to solar panel and wind turbines and all that crap. I've always it's said it's not. We're not ready for it. And no. it's, it's. I've it's always not, said if you want to do alternative to oil and gas, we Go have to do hydrogen. Nuclear. Hydrogen. Nuclear. I was doing the same thing. Well, nuclear big, for the house lights. I'm a big fan for of nuclear power. But for yes. moving, for moving motor. It's so moving gross. vehicles, like transportation, transportation yeah. trucks, and everything else. We need to go hydrogen. And guess what? You guys just got We're a big. We're working co- on that. Right you now. guys just got a big contract yeah. for hydrogen trucks. Yeah, it's clean and it's it's unlimited energy, just about. And, but nuclear, nuclear. The thing clean. with hydrogen yeah. and correct and nuclear. And they came out. They came out. The percentage of risk is super low. I'm not 100 percent on this, so I don't want to be pegged on this. And if anybody says about it, well, I'm sorry if I got it wrong, but. I, I watched a documentary or something about they're talking about there's a new system that captures the bad waste from nuclear energy and turns it into clean energy. Yes. Oh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what it was. Are you talking heat? Or? I don't know what it's... Uh, I just remember like watching something. Somebody, I just or? remember watching... Thermic energy is a really good energy. I'm sorry. Dynamics, yeah, that's huge. I, I'm that's sorry for saying this, but I watched it from the Daily Wire that they were talking about, and yeah. they were talking about how... They, they interview with somebody about those new technologies that right now is that the negative waste wire from nuclear, they're turning it into a positive energy source. So I don't know if it's thermal eating or heating or electricity or whatever it is. I don't know what it is, but they were talking about it. But even right now, the uh, carbon capture, the, the pressing gas under the ground right. and, then, yeah. and then reusing it, super green, super clean. Geothermal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and geothermal is yeah. there. Uh, natural gas is super clean. The problem you have to, you have to, you know, you have the to problem clean. is, is on the grand scale, Whew. right? Nobody wants to. It's not like anybody wants to bury a bunch of 
you know, pipes under their house to, to, to power their home with geothermal or whatever else or have a, you know. I do it tomorrow if it's allowed. Right. Well, yeah, but I mean, mo- a lot of people don't want to put that money in or they won't, don't want to do the work. It's so we need a central system to take over what we got now. You have and to, there's just nothing that can compete. You, know, you have, have to go back to the roots. People forgot that we're all doing that because climate change, which there's right? no doubt of saying that it's happening. So you know what I mean? I used There was this show, uh, you know, the wife used to. Or she still is, but she was in a whole uh, home and garden television. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Brian, what the hell is his name? Brian Balmer? Brian Balmer, like yeah. Okay. So he was building a, a house cabin, of Brian. House of Brian. Or I, <laughs> have you seen Island of Brian? Island of Brian, yeah. Island of Brian. Okay. So he built, built that just as COVID shut down. Right. But that was all geothermal mm-hmm. and self sustaining because the guy's on a goddamn island. So he's got to. It's got to be all self-sustaining. So he's got geothermal going on. Geothermal he's got amazing. solar I'm panels big, going uh, on. What's that? Self, self, I'm a geothermal big fan. Yeah, right? so, yeah. You know, that, I love, but I love that technology. Mon- the dollars that it takes to do that is the problem. Oh, I know, I know. Right? Right. Who's got the dollars to do what it takes? That's one of my dreams. Be self-sufficient. You know, I have a few acres, a house, thermal energy, right? uh, with with it takes uh, solar so panel. Much money, you know. Though. I know, I know, but it's it, you have to well, have, well right? we we it's a dream. You know, I, we're I, building yeah. we're building our house back in PI, right? Mm-hmm. So we're working on that part of it. We've also got three and a half acres of rice field that's in down south of the fancy island. I love rice. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I I, I, I said to my wife, I said, "End of the world comes. We're going to try to get there as fast as we can." She right. goes, "Why?" I said, "We'll grow rice." And we're four blocks away from fishing. I'll go every morning. We'll fish and catch what we got. Fish and, and rice? What's not And then love? we go back and we'll have fucking rice and we'll fuck all fish day. Fish and rice. If you can learn to make <laughs> soy sauce, you're perfect. Oh. I make soy sauce, but it's not the one you want to taste in the this morning. Is, uh, you know what? It's, it's funny you said that. that oh, here, there's not here. a lot of white people that says soy sauce and oh, rice. I love soy sauce and rice. <laughs> here, I want you guys to listen to this. I want you guys to listen to this. Are you Asian? Oh, there's not a green activity. When an electric car rolls off the production line, it's already been responsible for more than 25,000 pounds of carbon dioxide emissions. I've been seeing this for the so long. for making a conventional car, just 16,000 pounds. But oh, that's not no. the end of the CO2 emissions. Because while it's true that electric cars don't run on gasoline, they do run on electricity, yep. which in the U.S. is often produced by another fossil fuel. In Canada. Yep. Coal. This is what As I said Green last time. capitalist Vinod Kosla likes to point out, electric cars are coal-powered cars. Yep. The most popular electric car, the Nissan Leaf, over a 90,000-mile lifetime will... Im- well, here's the funny thing. <laughs> I want to build... T- I want to buy a bunch of stickers, yeah. and it says powered by coal, and I want to stick them on oh. every fucking Tesla going. Hold on, though. You remember last time I said that from the lifespan of a vehicle, mm-hmm. whether it be electric or gasoline-powered, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. from the time it takes to pull the... Hang on, we're going to get this. We're going to get this. Lifespan. We're going to get this. Okay. We're going to get this. 31 metric tons of CO2 based on emissions from its production, its electricity consumption, 31 metric tons to make it. US fuel mix and its ultimate scrapping. A comparable Mercedes CDI A160 over a similar lifetime will emit just <laughs> 3 tons more across its production, diesel consumption and ultimate scrapping. The and results are similar for a top-line Tesla, the king of electric cars. That's the micro. It emits about 44 tons, which is only five tons less than a similar Audi A7 See, Quattro. that's what I was saying. So throughout the full life of an electric car, 
it will emit just three to five tons less CO2. Which is in nothing. Europe, yeah, on its European it's trading here. system, it currently costs seven dollars a ton to cut one ton of CO2. So the entire climate benefit of an electric car is about thirty-five dollars. Thirty-five fucking Yet bucks. Would you like my thirty-five dollars? Essentially provides right? electric car buyers with a subsidy of up to seven thousand five hundred dollars. Paying $7,500 for something you could get for $35. People need that's what I was saying last time. Was the life of the vehicle, the billions more in federal savings, or the difference of the impact on the environment is next to nothing. Exactly. That's what I was saying. The point is, thank you. here's the agenda of Love all this. I'm right. <laughs> here's the agenda what I think it is. They're trying to keep everybody within their community, and then they're going to isolate communities. You think so? Oh, yeah. That's exactly what's going to happen. Stock up on diesel. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. It's, uh, I Stock up on diesel. It doesn't expire. <laughs> right? Neither does ammo. Me, no, by, me rolling down the fucking highway <laughs> in my fucking 22-footer. As, 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 as funny as it sounds, we, we need to think about survival stuff. We need to teach our kids about survival. Right? You know, and defend ourselves. Guns, extra food. He doesn't know, know about my I, is it the I didn't I don't know I saw a picture no the that's Benelli see that see that box right there that's that my gun Benelli yeah that's a I gun. bought a I bought I bought a Benelli Lupo she's it's Italian it's aluminum and they call it Lupo Lupo is Italian for Awesome. Wow. <laughs> I don't know what wow. it's actually Italian for you saw it yeah yeah he, we, we, we went to the range we went to the range I shoot some okay yeah. It shoots nice. And then and wow. then I bought another Italian as an impulse buy of a twelve gauge shotgun. I have to get my <laughs> No, no, that's that's Turkish. That's Turkish? Okay. That's Turkish. Okay, I'm I got Turkish. Have to get my license uh, to go yeah. shoot with you. Fuck guys. Yeah, oh, come on, man. Yeah. I, bu- I just bought I just bought a membership. I went to Cabela's today, actually. I was gonna buy a yeah. Tika T3X yeah, Light. And the last time I looked on the website, everybody had them. I go there today, nobody's got them. I was so mad. Yeah, I was I was dying to buy that cheap tw- that cheap four hundred dollar twenty two that's up there right now, so I can get my get my sight back. I couldn't believe how much you know, I've lost my skill. You know what I want to buy? Crawl K R A L mm-hmm. Crawl Arms. Okay. They make these over under shotguns, nice twelve gauge that are just beautiful. Well, my last shotgun that they're I had, go- they're gorgeous. Well, and here's here's like, here's how much of the world. They're top of the line one. Yep. Bucks. That's what Bernelli was made for for shotguns as well. So I gotta get another one of those. Yeah. Right now I'm too broke to do it. But anyway, he, he cost me too much money. Mm. <laughs> what? I don't know. Just teasing. Excuse me. <laughs> um. Uh. Where was I? Oh yeah. Bernelli. My first shotgun. Yeah. Uh. Pretty my only, actually my only shotgun was a 36 inch Cooey single shot. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Go out. I used to go to high school with a 10 inch blade on my hip, mm-hmm. put my shotgun in my locker, uh-huh. close the door, go to school. But that was like 60 years ago. I know. I'm fucking 5,000 years <laughs> old. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah. You fucker. As a million old, I mean, that's not. So anyway, I, I would come out, I open the locker, come out, and walk up to the Cape, which is a mile away from the school. And I would go up and shoot ducks. That's what everybody go to school and bring back ducks. in the day. Guns right. behind and, the and, scenes. And check yeah. snares. Yeah. And now. You're still legally allowed to do that. And but now. But people are freaked out doing it. 
when I did. Can like, you imagine? Can you imagine my nineteen-year-old walking into university with a fucking twelve-gauge shotgun, right? With no shells in it, nothing doing. Unloaded, yeah. Unloaded with a lock through it and everything else, and say you even even in a, even need, in a case, you don't need a lock through it. Even you, I, you still allow it. When I did <laughs> when I did my gun safety course mm-hmm. for my gun license in Canada, right? The instructor gave us a very good point, and he said, "You're allowed." To drive in Canada with your shotgun in, the back. in your back seat, riding back. shotgun. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You were allowed to have your shotgun That's in the passenger still. seat without it being locked. No trigger lock. No cable lock. In no Canada, nothing. No lock in Canada. You were allowed. He well, says, fuck, dude. I grew up with pickup trucks with rifle racks in the I back. I thought I was. Which you're allowed to no, do. But I you're knew allowed that. to have no, a no, rifle I knew rack. That. In, you're I knew allowed that, to but have. I didn't a, know it was a little. Right. Okay. You're allowed to have a rifle rack in your back window. He says, but just because. You're allowed to do that. Doesn't mean you should. Doesn't mean you should. But it's technically legal. Because you're going to get somebody, some soccer mom, that's fucking terrified over fucking bullshit. Well, look at the guy. uh, I mean, this was in the States, but still. Somebody phoned the police because a guy was driving around in a Jeep Wrangler with a farm jack. Okay, that's the jack with the big pipe off of it. Strapped to Buddy's hood. Okay. And they thought it was a fucking they assault rifle. They thought it was rifle. a fucking machine gun. Mm-hmm. And they phoned the police and said, this guy's riding around with a machine gun strapped to his hood. Because they seen the holes in it. Right, yeah. Right. Well, why? Well, well, here's, here's, here's the, the best thing. Here's the police fucking take this guy down tactical stuff. Here's what happened two oh, years wow. ago. West Edmonton Mall has a hobby store. In the hobby store, they sell airsoft rifles. Okay. This kid bought an airsoft rifle. <laughs> <laughs> you see where this is going. Don't have orange tips on them. He went home. Yeah. He came back. The gun didn't work. Right. He was walking down with his airsoft rifle over his shoulder. They called the fucking SWAT team on him and took him down in the fucking Holy park. Took him shit. down in the mall. Jeez. Never heard about that story. For an airsoft fucking rifle. I worked there. The problem we got with people I is mean, like, stop they're... watching movies because movies aren't real. Oh, they're not. Unless they're it's not. a documentary. Oh, stop, stop there, though. But Unless it's a documentary. I was talking about that. Every movie was made with somebody's thinking. So, I mean, no, I, everybody, I like every, everybody's is... move, everybody's, everybody's movie that's made is made from a left-wing fucking liberal. Right. No, I, yeah, and the so left-wing rebel is, I got a gun, and I pull the trigger, and I got a handgun. And I could shoot 3,000 fucking rounds before I no, got to reload I, it. No, I right? get that part. Yeah, right? No, yeah, yeah. Hold on, though. I Everybody has the machine something. guns. Machine guns are bad. I got to say something about that. In Canada, our handguns only hold 10 rounds because that's the law. Our magazines can only hold that. Yeah, but the maximum you can get, well, that's, I'm saying. Depending but, on the gun. Yeah. Handguns in the States. Unless it's 22, you can put a 100-round loader on it. Right. But some 9-millimeter handguns in the States, especially with an extended magazine. Yep. Right, it's only like another inch or whatever. Yeah, you can have five can extra rounds in one more chamber. They can hold up to like 18 or 20 rounds. Plus one in so the chamber. Depend, plus one in the chamber. So depending on the gun, yeah, okay. You forgot the one in the chamber? <laughs> but yeah, most of them are, you know, 50, 60, 900 goddamn rounds. And so extended you know, magazines are illegal. Not in every state, though, isn't it? I don't know. Here they're not. No, Here, for sure. If your magazine yeah, holds more. Yeah, but I mean 10. Lo- get 10, this. 10 hold on. Get this. In bad. Canada, in Canada, you know how the way our laws work, okay? If you own a butterfly knife or a knife that has a spring assisted yeah, well, blade, hold on. Or if you own a machine gun or if you own a, a nuclear weapon, a cannon. 
they're all the same charge. Right. But they're all prohibited weapons. Let's talk about the machine gun. There's only two registered people in the Canada that are allowed to have fully automatic weapons. One is in Vancouver. One is in Toronto. And they work in movies. They work in movies. They do a documentary onto it. Mm -hmm. And he says when he goes when he goes to a site, when he goes to a movie shoot and they're bringing out the M60 and they're doing full round into a movie. He, because of court of law, he has to, he can't be no more than ten feet away yeah. from that weapon. When I did my gun course, well, well, hang, on, hang on, hang on, the, they did, they did on. a video. So he the guy, the two, and then he the two guys, yeah. the okay. two guys that have those licenses in Canada. Blank, yeah. When I did my my safety course, when I did my gun license course, okay, I did it through this guy. I and actually was, shoot blanks, not the guns. It was his so dad. You shoot blanks. It was his dad and one other guy that have the right. licenses. But they showed the video of it. Yeah. So downtown Vancouver, this is an unassuming warehouse. Mm-hmm. So you hit the passcode, camera on it, you walk in the door. When you walk in the door, you go into it, and then you see the regular guns. So anything mm-hmm. that our pal can order. So pal, if you're not American, if you're American, you're not Canadian, is personal acquisition license. Possession. Possession acquisition, acquisition license. Possession acquisition. So that means anything 12-gauge you can have, uh, bolt-action rifles that you can have. Anything under 20-millimeter diameter Barrel right and ten thousand joules of, of force. energy right you at can, the barrel you can have you can have um and that's also including twenty twos which you can shoot semi auto right so yes. not necessarily both actions and there's no the twenty two is the only one we have no limit on right. the number of rounds you can have in the magazine right now right now and then you Americans are real listening and Nicaraguans that are on my list thank you very much for watching um. You guys are, um, the other thing that you can see on that part of it, too, is um, on the 22 side of it is, is um, compared to anybody else, is the semi-automatic. So you basically pull the trigger. You depress the trigger once, it fires the rounds, ejects the rounds, and reloads the second round. Right. And then the full auto, machines of mass destruction, machines of war, or assault rifles, are, are not allowed in Canada 100%. No. And then, rifle. and then the like other that thing that we have, even okay, hold on, even that? a What's an assault even rifle, assault like... rifles, <laughs> like <laughs> AR-15s, doesn't matter, fully auto or semi-auto. AR-15 is not, not assault rifle. It means I know. Amalite Rifle Armal- Company. I know that, but still, any AR-15 or assault, assault rifle, is, rifle is is a term that they, they right. use just. Well, you see, you, you see, you see my assault black, rifle. Anything black or scary, you're not allowed, or black and scary, you're not allowed in Canada. Isn't that racist? Scary black people. I plead the fifth. Sorry. But anyway, um, anyway, back to back to and then Canada has another regulations, which is called an RPEL, which is restricted personal acquisition license. So that allows you to have a handgun. It used to allow you to have a restricted weapon. It it used to allow you to have a higher cyclic rate or a higher velocity rifle that you could have take to a range. you used to be able to have a, um, oh, what are they called? Tech 9, which was used to be semi-automatic, 9-millimeter rifle. And those little ones you see in the movies all the time. So then they turned that to um, a uh, RPEL, restricted license. Now, technically on that is that you're supposed to register when you're ta- leaving at your house and you're going to the range and then going from the range back to your house. The only place you're allowed to have it was in the range. Okay. 
okay. So this is why I gave up my RPAL because I found it nonsense that they need to know exactly everything that I'm doing and where I'm going with my rifle. So that being said, target shooting, I will do my nine. I can get a nine millimeter junior carbine, which is a semi automatic. So one depressive trigger fires the fires a projectile cycles the rate. So what I mean by cycle is that it pulls the trigger, it pulls the hammer back, ejects the round and reloads the second round. But on that part where the Canadian laws are is that you're only allowed to have 10 rounds in the, yeah, in the magazine. So I got rid of my RPL and I wish I never, because I went out shooting with him on the fucking weekend. It was awesome. With that and nice little nine, uh, what's that so nice little I mean, nine millimeter with some reason that shot fucking low. <laughs> but I had, there was two. There was the, uh, the, what do I have? I got the, the wrinkle, and I've yeah. got a... Um, yeah, you need a good fucking scope on them, dude. No, not Gersh, not Gershan. Gershan is my 12-gauge. Um, <laughs> I can't remember what my other one is. Right you know now. what? It's going to be a good transition for the story that I was been waiting for tonight, too, is is all about... You've been studying the Edmonton Police Services story, and I've uh, been throwing a lot... Cheers. Oh, I don't know. I don't have any more, so you have to refill me. Low fuel. Nah. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I was. Uh, All right, let's. We were shooting back and forth about the Edmonton Police Services today. I think. Switching from guns to to, you, to them, it's going to be a good transition. Yeah, just give me a second. You guys have a little chit-chat, and then let me get some iron race. Nice. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Hey, no, we're taking stuff? over. Canic, yeah, yeah. that's the other one. My other one's a Canic. I got a Norinco 9 mil and a Canic. I love my Canic. You forgot your own fucking knife. I can never remember the name of the damn thing. No, I'm going to have to go with you guys for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There, it's so much fun. You showed me a picture. I was like, what the fuck? You guys are shooting there? Oh. It's so much fun. I love going out to the range. Yeah, I would love to, too. Man, I've been slacking off. I've been saying I'm going to get my license, my restricted license, and I'm not I'm, I'm not doing that. It's not a lot of and work. I, was, I, I felt that it was... With, you can with go as a son. I went as, as, <laughs> as, as dad. You went as me. And I, can yeah. you? Yeah, so how does yeah. it work? You, you guys can help me out with it? Well, no. I, so for well, for to get your license, you got to I have a nice place in St. Albert. Right, so to get your, so to get to your get license, this is the way it works. If you want to do your regular or your non-restricted and your restricted, okay, there's a safety course for each. Yeah. They're both identical. Okay. Okay, they're both identical. Okay, when you do your course, the only difference is is when you do your restricted course, you get to handle a handgun. When you do your non-restricted course, you yes, handle a rifle. rifle. You just do a pr- yeah. writ- written test. So you do a written test and you do a practical test. And the practical test is basically they put a, a, ha- a gun in your hand that has been – um, decommissioned. So it d- if, even if you had a bullet or a cartridge, it wouldn't fire. There's no firing pins there usually. So, and you have to, you know, show them that you know what end of this is the business end, where the safeties are, how to deal with a gun, how to cross a fence with a gun, because usually it's for hunting, right? And whatnot. And you do that with your non-restricted and your restricted. Each one's usually about $125 a course. And then... <laughs> There's a course number. You put that on your application for the government. You take a picture, like a passport. You get somebody to say that a guarantor that says this picture is this person, just like a passport. 
and then you send it off and the Canadian chief firearms officer reviews it. And if they finally decide, okay, this person has no issues in their background, criminal or otherwise, they say it's only five years, but I guarantee you that's BS because I had some issues when I was a teenager that held up my, my gun license and I applied for my gun license when I was what? 35. And I had issues when I was like 15, wow. 20 years ago that mm-hmm. held up my gun license. Okay. So wow. it's not just five years. Like they say it is, it's your whole goddamn life. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but like you have to fill out an application and you have to say whether or not you've had like, you know, mental, mental issues, issues domestic violence, any charges against you. If you had a criminal record, you're not allowed to have a handgun, If you live which is ironic because all the fucking criminals right. have the handguns. If you yeah, lived because, with well, it, you don't get it legally. Right. And if you lived with a domestic partner, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Yeah. In the last two years, you have to list 10 them. years. Now, is it 10 now? My what ex-wife I, can call the department and say that we had a violent episode. Yeah. And they won't give when it I was to them, and they won't, yeah. and they can reject my license. Right. So when I did mine, it was when I did mine, it was five years or two uh, years. Sorry. Right. And yeah, so I like that. Honestly, that's why I didn't do mine when I wanted to, because when I was married to her, I wanted to get my gun license, but she said no. You don't. I don't think I you don't need it. But once you do all that, all the paperwork, all the BS, and I think it's like eighty dollars to apply, right? Then you send it all off, and then it takes however long it takes them to deal with it. It took me almost two years to get my license. Um, I've got another friend of mine. He just got charged last week ago on his credit card, so he's getting his license. Doesn't matter. No, but it's coming. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. I got charged on my credit card for the fee. Mm Hmm. I don't know, like three, maybe four weeks after I sent it in. Okay. It still took two years to get it. Oh, fuck. Yeah. They'll charge Every, you. So whether case, you get it, whether you case, get it so. or you don't get it, they're still going to take the money. It's a case by oh, case. It's, no, it's, uh, it's a case by case. Case by case, okay. yeah. Yep. Mine took so long, though, because like I said, when I was 15, I got arrested or whatever for stealing from London drugs and that's it, or just something fucking yeah. ridiculous. Well, so I when know. I was 15, I stole a can of Pringles or whatever, and I lied to the cops saying my parents weren't home and blah, blah, blah. And I had a That's pocket crazy. knife in my backpack. So when they found out my parents were home, they charged me with everything they could think of. Of course. Including carrying a concealed weapon. Speaking of corrupt cops. You were carrying a concealed weapon? Pocket knife in my backpack. That, this big. All right, boys. Speaking of corrupt cops. victims unit <laughs> that leads us into our new topic Woo! now this one here i kind of stumbled on and i am quite disgusted is the least as i can say on that oh oh yeah, yeah he's got good good stuff yeah it's it's it's, it's fucking insane please tell me i want to hear so this is about the eps or edmonton Police service. It's dirty. It's dirty. Corruption. So let me let me start the promotion. A detective of eleven years, um, has all but ended his police career, his police career after alleging that he has he, ended. There, yeah, Not he, all but. Hang on, ended. hang on. Yeah. But there is corruption in the Edmonton Police Service, protecting one of the Edmonton's most well-known criminals. Now, this to say, this criminal now is dead. Oh? Yeah, he died last year. In prison? Pardon? Where? 
conspiracy theory with me would say is that the police department took a hit on him to cover up the bullshit. But he was so well known for the drug cartel and everything else on the go into it that it might have been his size because they did an attempt onto it and he did get shot in the, uh, shot in the jaw. Shot in the jaw in 2019. <laughs> okay. So, anyway. Um, Some Tupac action. So, basically, they did his whole career onto it. So, um, and I'm, I'm, my I have apologies. A story at the end of the story. My apologies yeah. for getting at this a little bit later. Um, the police, uh, I was, I've been talking to his wife directly on this and. I told her we were doing a podcast, so my apologies that we're getting on this a little bit later in the thing. I don't do anything unless I'm talking to the fucking source, dude. Yeah, we're doing real stuff, buddy. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to shut the fuck up and listen. Yeah, so anyway, uh, I've been talking to her directly. I I came across this TikTok video about this, and I think, oh, that was bullshit, blah, 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 blah. And I talked to her about it, and I go, you know what? It's an interesting story. What are you talking about? So she showed me this, and she... Basically, what happened is her husband, Mr. Beals, I think it's Beals, uh, yeah, Detective Dan Beals, B-E-H-I-E-L-S. I'm sorry, Dan, if I'm bastardizing, uh, bastardizing your name. So basically what he did, he noticed a corruption regarding this one person. So what he did was he gave the CBC News mm-hmm. 64 gigs or 65 gigs of data on a thumb drive of all the investigation regarding this person. This person has been known to, and I'm going to do Cole's notes on this kind of stuff because it's kind of fucking crazy on this part of it. And the part that I want to get into it is basically what's going on with Mr. Beals and not what's going on with his background. So I'll give you the background. So basically what's going on is that this person was a slumlord and well-known drug dealer of Edmonton. Between 2016, I think. Hang on, let me get the information here. I think it's between 2016 and 2019, 10% 10% of all homicides in Edmonton was on his property. So one of his rentals. Okay. The other thing known about this is that his renters were indebted to him to the fee of over $18,000, which they believe because he was a drug dealer, they were getting, um, they were getting um, their drugs and he was putting on the rent. That's okay. owing. Okay. And then making okay. these people do things. So once again, this um, this idiot, his name is Abdullah Shaw. Hi, Mr. Shaw. I'm glad you're fucking dead, you cocksucker. Um, um, what do we got here? Sorry. Uh, Sarah, uh, Sarah first became Beals' radar in 2015 when Beals was on a downtown patrol on duty responding to a 911 call. Beal said, I saw a pattern of going to the same properties. Basically, basically anything domestic, drug acts, and all this kind of stuff was mm-hmm. always going to, Shaw, uh, to Shaw's place. Same guy, yep. Shaw has been the subs- a suspect of a number of EPS investigation service, investigations, <laughs> investigation services, and has a criminal record that dates back to 1983. All right. So here's some of the fun. At that point, Edmonton Police Inspector Peter Bruno Boso authorized Beale and his partner to launch a new investigation with the Canada Revenue Agency, and they named it Project Fist. 
Fisk was a character from Spider-Man, which is the big kingpin, the bad guy. Oh, well, man, that's a big story, man. That's crazy. He was actually a character from right. Batman. Is it? No. Fisk was, yeah, Fisk was a character. So Batman? Batman? Was it Batman? So Batman. Oh, that's right. Okay, Batman. It's not Marvel. It's DC. That's right. Yeah, Fisk was Batman, yeah. Okay, whatever. Anyways, not a big deal. Fisk yeah. was a big fucking bald bad guy. Spider-Man's also DC, so you're not technically wrong. Anyway, in his January 2021 report, McPhee feels it was Marvel. No. Spider-Man's Marvel. Spider-Man is Marvel, yeah. But it was... Fisk is DC. Okay, we're getting off topic. Anyways, off topic. So anyway... If you Google it, it was a Marvel comic because Spider-Man fucking beat with him as well, as well as the blind lawyer. I'm not uh, a comic. Yeah, Daredevil. Daredevil, which is 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 Marvel. No, it's Marvel. No. No. Marvel. No, Daredevil's DC, but... (laughs) But We're getting off topic, but I promise you it's DC. I'll look it up. Anyway, back in the day, you were talking about Project (laughs) Fisk. So anyway, McPhee... Beals wrote, I believe in the members of the Edmonton Police Services engaged in corruption acts that in that effectively insulated this criminal organization from investigation and prosecution. Wow. CBC requested corruption to the max, eh? CBC requested an interview with the police chief, chief but they were denied. Of course they did. So were they getting the th- money from Actually, that? as a side note, what I'm kind of amazed on this is that the CBC was actually writing a fucking news report that actually was not left wing. That's the first thing that gets me. So, anyway, on July 26, 2021, the investigation detective Calgary Police was notified of Beals by email that the CPS investigation had concluded and that they found that they did not support and meet the threshold of criminal charges of corruption on the Edmonton Police Department. No. Right? So they said there was no corruption. Now, let's get back to the backstory of the corruption part of it. For more than three years, the Edmonton Police Department and Detective Daniel Beals investigated the notorious Edmonton landlord, Abdullah Shaw. Now, this is straight from CBC. If you don't look it, look it all up. You want a request, I'll send it to you. No, we... we no, I'm CBC, just saying people at home. I just see people at home. I don't want to get kicked off TikTok or whatever bullshit. But anyway, it's, it's some of this alleged source, act so in compliances, as in January 2021, when the investigation concluded and no charges were laid, a frustrated Beals took the extraordinary leak uh, step of the leaking the confidential investigations documents to CBC News, and now he suspended, facing disciplinary actions. That's ridiculous. From the C- and, and this is what I'm pissed about. So this guy is a whistleblower. And he yes. was eventually taken off payroll in November 21. Hang on, yeah, no February. Was it February? Yeah. So basically, what happened was, is that this guy saw corruption, did a report. Give the news information. He was in. What'd you say? November. That's what I heard. I heard I November. 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 He was taking off, off pay, duty. Off payroll. No duty with payroll. Duty? Okay. duty with payroll. Okay. So in November 2020, he was taking off duty with payroll. So that's 2020 or 2021. 20. Okay. In February 2021, that he was taken. I, I got the notes here. So in February 2021, we're kind of jumping the gun here. He was taken off without pay. One quick note. Yeah. You were right. No. It is Marvel. I kind of have everything right here. <laughs> uh, oh, Marvel and Fisk? I, yeah, Fisk yeah. is Marvel. Yeah. yeah My bad. So you know what? I'm not too bad with it, but uh, I, I couldn't say on this one for sure. I All right. Sworn Daredevil was DC. So let's talk about let's 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 talk about Shaw for a minute. Yeah. 
During the investigation, officers formed the belief that individuals operated on the behalf of organization that laundered more than $500,000 in cash to be the proceeds of crime. He alleged that Shaw and his associates laundered money in casinos in Edmonton oh, wow. through transactions via numbers. So there are pictures of him at, at the table laundering, g- winning money and taking money back. All right? Depends. What game was he playing? Poker. Okay. And there's pictures. At, I've won a lot of money at Blackjack, so I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just saying. Anyway. You, oh, yeah, you had Blackjack. Master he also alleges that HPS, which is a proceed that he had, was, uh, I'll get the name of it again because I'm pretty bad on that one, um, which is a government, part of a government thing about taking homeless people off the street to give them rentals. Right. And then he was turning them into drug addicts and then making them do favors. Holy crap. Yeah. So That's he was involved guy. in the drug trafficking and trafficking to the proceeds of his crime through his operation for more than 24 million residential commercial real estates. Wow. $24 million in convention residential uh, $24 million big, in residential uh, commercial real estate. Big business, huh? In January 2019, members of the EPS identified the operation home, a uh, home placement system. That's what it's called, home placement EPS. Right. As a suspect of crime criminal organization. Basically a recon. Yeah. If it was to you So here's the fun part. Pardon me. Pardon me. Excuse me. If you call fun part. Clark, uh, I'm sorry, dude, I'm going to butcher your name. Clark Mocha Braber, who's now 49, this is back in 2019, who worked for Shaw at HPS for about eight months until the two men had a falling out in January 2019. Mocha Bar was in the Edmonton's remand center on charges of possession of stolen property and possession of drugs for the purpose of trafficking. Shaw contact a number of inmates offering to pay them to carry out an assault. Watered down version, kill the fucker. Those conversations were recorded as a former part of the ITO. Here's the sick part. Shaw got nine months for in-house probation. That's it? Just landlord, right? Yeah. The kingpin. The kingpin got nine months probation for trying to Kill somebody. Kill somebody or sign somebody in right. jail. For conspiracy to commit yep. murder, basically. During one of the conversations, Shaw said to Mo, uh, said Mo, Mo Becker or whatever, had to be ripped, had ripped me off $90,000 and that he would pay $1,000 once he was in medical. Mr. M, I can't say his name because I'm too far, too fucking drunk for this right now. Uh, <laughs> told the EPS that the falling out was based on part of Shaw trying to get him to begin trafficking fentanyl rather than meth. So Shaw was already doing meth, and he wanted this guy to do fentanyl. Which is no joke. Mr. Barr was violently assaulted it's twice after stuff, he got killing, out of remand. It's killing Hang on. So after he got out of jail, he was assaulted twice. After he got out of After he got out. Shaw communicated about the assault that was Salim Goodneck and Goodneck later pleaded guilty for assaulting Mr. M with a weapon. He was sentenced to 10 months in jail along with one year of probation. Uh, that system is too damn easy. Oh, fuck. It's, it's a criminal justice system, not the victim justice system. 10 months for assault with a weapon. Mr. M's role in the organization could be described as middle management it's not, it's to the not ITO. US here for sure. 
His job including paying employees on a daily basis using methamphetamines to provide him at the once level by Mr. Shaw directly. In December 2020, Shaw pleaded guilty to consulting to the offense of bodily harm against Mr. M. Muko Haber. Sorry, I maybe I got it right this time. After following a seven-month curfew. And then he got a house arrest for a seven-month curfew. So he pleaded guilty, trying to take this guy out, and got a slap on the wrist. Got a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Here's where it gets funny. No disturbance to the yeah. Because of the cover of sin. Because it, right. Yeah. So here's here's the H, uh, HPS or whatever it's called. Yeah. So Beals noticed that the housing was often provided to tenants through HS, HPS with no credit checks. So you're getting off the street with no credit checks to get a house. Even the damage deposit could be waived and added on the debit side of the ledger. So basically, ledger, you got your initial monthly rent, and then there's the money we're going to cover you to cover your rent. So basically, what they're saying is your rent is say five hundred bucks a month. They put it on five hundred, and you pay that off and extra. Your, your debit or your security deposit is also five hundred. So you pay five hundred, and then another fifty dollars a month. Five fifty, and fifty of it goes to your damage deposit. With a compound interest, then you'll keep paying yeah. five hundred dollars. Right. Anyway, um, home placement H HPS home placement service properties are used to generate income to the house as workers, in the ITO says. In that report, the former HS employee told the police that Shaw's street reputation and history of violence made it commonplace to suffer under recruitment of the HPS system, home placement system, because of penalty of outstanding debts included violence. So basically, you don't pay out, break your legs. The yeah. The former employee was the only person willing to outline the future nature of his exploitation. He was exploited to conduct work in criminal and non-criminal under threat of violence. Basically, what it means is that he was told to sell drugs or go beat up somebody to pay back his debt. Mm -hmm. Sound like a mob mob system? Uh, it is. Loan yeah. sharking. That's exactly what right. it is. Loan sharking. So basically, the loan sharking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the fun part. So they in 2019 they ex they executed a warrant on Shaw's Rubber Bin house. This. Uh, they, they rolled in from 2019 on 43 properties to show the rent had been paid out all but tenants. All his tenants in total owed about $18,000 to shop besides okay. the rent okay. I don't on this year. back stuff, right? On one year. On this back stuff, right? Okay. So this is what they found on when they did a... Which, I mean, it, I, in grand total ain't that much, yeah. I guess, but okay. So here's some cool shit. Um... So basically on Shaw part of it, on that part of it, here's another thing that we used to do. He sold the unit to a number company for $153,750 in 2014. The family member signed for the transfer act and got it for a $120,000 mortgage on that house. Then six months later, that same property was appraised for $500,000. In Shaw money and his family. Laundering. Just money laundering. Yeah. By May 16th, property taxes were in the arrears of $12,714, and in September that year, the building was damaged by fire and later boarded up. So all those fires that we had in 2016, 17, and 18 Still money laundering and was those houses with a higher mortgage onto Seriously? it and a higher vault. So basically, he bought it at a lower number, praised at a higher number, the place is caught on fire, and he collected the insurance. Wow. So sell it for 120, appraise it for five. No, no, no. He bought. I'm sorry to say I sell it to you for 125. 
and then it catches on fire because it's appraised at five hundred thousand dollars, and I get the five hundred grand, even though yeah, insurance gets and you I the paid one twenty, yeah. and you get a kickback. Allegedly, allegedly. Well, yeah. that's, I'm right. sorry to say it as smart, but it's smart, but it's bullshit. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, it's criminal. Absolutely criminal. Yeah. yeah. So here's here's some of the cool stuff. Um, so Beals, Beals. So here, 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 the frame crapped out on it. Yeah, he was saying the frame's all rusted out when he bought it. Right? It's all, frame's all crapped out and cracked and needs to be repaired and stuff. Yep. The insurance company will only give him what he paid. Not what it'll cost to replace it, but what is he it paid. In the, it might be yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. it in the contract? Or because it's an automotive insurance, not a residential. It's not a, yeah. I sure. thought. Like right now, my, my house is appraised at $250,000. We bought it for two ninety. Yeah, I can sell it for two ninety, but I'm repaid two fifty. Yeah, it's burning the ground. They're going to give me two fifty. That's it. Yeah. So for cars, the same thing too. Pardon? For cars is the no. Same it's thing. what they appraise value. No, so if they turn around and say this is a three hundred ten thousand dollars house, then I will get paid at three hundred ten thousand dollars. If my car, if my truck gain gain value and then it catch on fire, trucks no, don't gain value. Sorry to tell you. Well. You, you know what? It's funny you say it that. It might gain it. fifty grand, but you have so to put two hundred fifty into it to gain that. No, 50. I know, but it's funny because I was financing trucks for the last ten years. Yeah. And uh, I, I sold my truck last year because during COVID, the inflation and everything, I was getting more than what I borrowed to the bank, which is really? which which yeah. So I, I I sold my Nissan Titan two thousand seventeen. I sold it thirty five thousand dollars. And I only owe the, the banks 32 because the really? value was, uh, yeah. That's and just the market right now, I think. It's because of the market. Right? So I took advantage of it for because yeah. the last 10 years, but sometimes I, sometime I wanted to get out, but right? the dealership knows. Before and, and COVID, though, that wouldn't happen. Like no, I, I would have never. But I that's what I mean. I did right? it for nine years. That was yeah. the first time in 10 years that I had the opportunity yeah. to make money. And it was because, it. because the finance, the banks and the dealership makes it like, You'll never make money. It, it it was like that, but last year I'm like I'm getting more than what I owe. Right. I'm taking the chance, I'm selling, I and then a, I bought uh, a, I bought a Ford Cash. Yeah, I have a 2013. But use use vehicle right yeah. now are crazy high, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's because the market though, because they can't get new vehicles right now. So they'll all that's, get that was that was a vehicle. good that was why I could sell. But my, I my had a I have a 2013 Ram, and I could never get on trade. I could never get more than what I owed. Until I, I was six months away from paying it off. Four now, and it's until going I was about six months yeah. away from paying it off, I never got offered no. more than I owed on it. I know. If I owed twelve thousand, I would get offered maybe six. Last year, last year was the only year I think for a lot of people that wanted to get out of finance, take advantage yeah. of it. Just because the new the new vehicle market, there's it's so hard because to get the new vehicles ch the, right the now. Because the chip the, the chip kind of kick yes. in, and then the inflation inflation came in. Right. So yeah. your assets start gaining value, and then and yeah. then and then the banks start losing on their deal, so you mm -hmm. could get out of it. You know? Right now, or yeah, right now, if you want to trade in your vehicle and it's not if it's not a lease, usually leases you're okay with. But right now, lease, if you want to yeah. trade in your vehicle, now's the best time. Yeah. So I took advantage last Especially year. Especially so, yeah. for a couple yeah. of years, you got a few thousand into it. Yeah. 
But I was debating last time, should I put three thirty five hundred bucks on a repair on my truck or sell it, get a used Whose truck? Whose leg do you have to hump to get a dry martini around here? I don't know, maybe Mine. Uh, you. Sorry, I had a little distraction because <laughs> you kind of got off topic. <laughs> yeah, anyways. All right. So anyway, I don't want to deal with this fucking idiot anymore. Anyway, he got shot, got shot in the face, and then I think he died last year. The landlord. The landlord. The 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 true injustice is is Mr. Beals. Convenient for the EPS. Yeah. Nobody yeah, said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So the thing. Hang on. Next glass is empty. So was Kyle. Uh, so was Kyle. <laughs> Fuck. So was Will. Do you mean Kyle? Who's Kyle? Kyle's the guy he works with. Fucking asshole. Uh, not too no, he's not. Kyle's so that's good. Uh, he's good people. Kyle's a that's whole ass. He just happened to be diabetic and he's weak. It's an insult. Him and Darren both are the worst diabetics I've ever met. <laughs> Insulate? Insulate. So here, here, here's the thing that's got me totally disgusted about this whole situation that's on the go. Is that Mr. Beals, 11-year career cop, decided to report this. And then here's the fun part. Which is the right thing to do. Within a week that he sent the information to the CPC lawyer, he went to his lieutenants and said, look, I said this. Because I, I le- the guy was a Boy Scout. He's, uh, he's a Boy Scout. I le- a, does the right thing right. under uh, all I circumstances. Leak, yeah. I leaked this information out because he's a man of honor. Right. He which is rare in the Edmonton Police Department. Right. Doesn't want his superiors to be caught off guard. Says, right. hey, this is what I did. Yep. This is what you can expect. Mm-hmm. Did the right thing under all circumstances. Right. And then, and then, um, we re- re- got shit on regarding Shaw. And then they did this thing, Operation Fisk, which they found nothing involved in it. Back on the Fisk part of it, there was a phone call between the superintendent to Shaw. Well, that lasted 25 seconds, which just means that your call got voicemail and you hung up. Then a call from Shaw to the superintendent, which lasts 25 seconds and hung up. Then there was another call from the superintendent to Shaw that lasted seven minutes. The day before the raid. Oh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. So. Getting spicy. Getting spicy. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> Hang on. Let's see if I got something funny here. That's a huge bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Nope. No. Victory. Nope. <laughs> nope. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, my own sound man. Fuck, I'm stupid. <laughs> but anyway, Mr. Shaw, and the thing is breaking my heart right now is that this week, this week, week of September, what are we in sixth, seventh, eighth, tenth, eleventh, tenth. September, Okay, tomorrow's September eleventh. So right now, this week, hang on. They, they, he's been without pay since February, February eleventh, February twenty twenty one. Is those are the kind of cops we need. Exactly. And the thing that's we got going on right now with Mr. Shaw, the thing, we, part. the thing we got going on with Mr. Shaw right now is that their house is for sale because they run out of money. Really? Yeah. That's just sad. It's fucking sad. That's the kind of guy that should be promoted. Not fired. Promoted. Promo- put the guy in charge. Either either if the allegations was false, at least the Doesn't guy... Doesn't He had the integrity exactly. to fucking say something. Right. Put That's the man in charge. Why right. 
I'm if scared. If you are that convinced that you are on the right side, yes, right, and you are willing to go it's in the media, the whether same. the EPS, CPS, whether anybody has egg on their face or not, if you come out of it and that's not the case, that's why fine. we start. At least the guy had the balls to say something. The guy saw something, put him in, smelled fucking, something, right? Want to get the answer. Whether right. it was true or not, it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. He it, trusted his instincts. He did the right thing. To be penalized about it. Put him in fucking charge. Make need, him goddamn police chief for right. fuck's sake. To start cleaning up houses right? like in the U.S., right? the FBI's corrupt, the RCMP in Canada's. We need to start cleaning up. But don't get me stopped by the RCMP. Don't punish the guy. Put him in fucking charge. In parties, we put, a pin, put a pin about the RCMP. I'll tell you something that happened last week. But anyway, this guy... Boy Scout or not, or what do you want to call it? He smelt smoke. He wasn't sure. He got 64 gigs of evidence. But he tracked that shit down. He tracked it down. Being a detective, 11 years, did what he did, did his training, did all that, saw corruption, right. and he Body, says... Right, whether, whether he saw it or whether he thought he, he saw, saw it. it. He tracked it down and right. went after it. He did everything he could to do the right thing for the public. Here's the perfect here's right? the thing. May the, not have been the right the thing. Superintendent the superintendent retired before any charges could be go processed against him. Okay. So he got his fucking pension. He did his twenty odd years, got his pension, mm-hmm. and he's out. Even though there's phone calls between him and Shaw, mm-hmm. there's a there's a note there that there's a part of this thing was the cops would pull over Shaw and Shaw would call the police be called police commissioner. Right. And there's no documentation that that um, that he brought up. Not Shaw, but um, oh, sorry, my apologies. The that, cop or the yeah, the, it, the it drug he, lord. Well, no, the cop. That um, that Beals brought up information regarding what cops were saying, and Beals was questioning to it too, saying that yes, um, he called the police commissioner or the whatever a superintendent. Right, to get off from a ticket. Right. Shaw, remember remember that little spat that we had a couple of years ago about uh, before COVID? Um, about um, people have uh, police badges going missing and f- and firemen's clothes going, getting stolen out of cars and police clothes getting stolen no, out of cars? No. Honestly, I don't remember that. Okay, no, but, 2019, about but 2019 before COVID, there's a whole bunch well, of... Badges and uniforms. Badges and uniforms are going missing. Shaw got pulled over with a fucking badge on him. Oh, wow. And the EPS says that... So they were dressed as... And this police commissioner... No, 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 no. This police commissioner at time... Or this... uh, The... the, um, Anyway. The police commissioner at the time. Not the commissioner, but whatever. Superintendent. Um said that these items got dropped off at the front door and we don't have any video evidence of it because there's no cameras of fire clothes being dropped off, bulletproof vests being dropped off. At police stations? At a police station. Um, Every police station I've been to have got like six fucking cameras. Well, apparently, apparently this lobby, they didn't have any. That's oh, funny. We That's were doing maintenance that day. And yeah, I don't know what's going on. It was 4 p.m. and 5 p.m. We were doing maintenance. Yep. It just I, so happened you know that what, just so happened somebody walked in with a fucking badge. Right. It's 
funny how at crucial times is police, police department, whatever category they are. And Oswald was the fucking shooter. They, they swear uh, allegiance to to protect and be there for the people. They they're, they're neutral Jay, people, okay, and now so I I think now it's going sideways. You got corrupted. Right? You got corrupted people at the top there. I have a story when I was young. I was not always an angel. None of us. You know, you I got. Do dumb I got. Shit to learn. I was driving at night with the right guys, the wrong guys. I was holding me money, and he was under. It was under investigation, and we got pulled over with seven cop car and helicopter. Yeah. They blocked. They blocked the white mud bridge. I got pulled out with a gun on my head, and they were trying to. And and the guys that was in in charge of the the investigation was the son of the of the police in chief of Edmund, uh, Edmund like Police Services. Sounds like we had some guys at the same and time. And he changed the charge. He, they didn't find anything, but he changed the charge for trafficking. I was facing two years in jail. And I fight with my lawyers for two years, and everything was dropped. But anyway, what happened is my lawyer find out that the, the son of the, the, the chief police of Edmonton it was corrupted, that he, he had tased people for no reason in the past. Oh, oh. oh let's, get down, let's get down to and this and part and here and right and now. And, and then... Because of that, that that he was going to use that in court to say, hey, you know what? The guys I was in investigation are charging my client with no proof that he was a trafficker. Mm -hmm. Taste people for no reason before. Right, so the guy's obviously corrupt. Yeah. yeah, but he was protected by his dad. His dad was the chief of police of Edmonton. You know what I mean? So yeah. Well, listen to this. Power. November, right? Uh, November 26th. That was back in the day. That could be a title. November two thousand six. I'm getting, I'm getting scared a little bit because Edmonton police officer with more than twenty five years under his belt walked away from numerous allegations of professional misconduct earlier this month. When he retired, taking intact his pension with him, so he got his fucking pension as he did his twenty five years. My, I'm, I'm scared of Staff my Staff Sergeant Alan Pitts, fifty years old, faces twenty three charges of insubordination and a single charge of uh, deceit. Of all which he pleaded not guilty and choose uh, and choice. In 2000, he became the first Edmonton police officer to receive the Canada Peacekeeping Award. I'm I'm scared that my story fits in that story because the chief of police was corrupted in backing up his son that was corrupted. Yeah. Trying and and I'm like I'm. You know what I'm terrifies me? My name is on this podcast. Let's see how many times the EPS is gonna fucking pull me over now. Pardon? I got pulled over. <laughs> <laughs> I got pulled over. this? I got pulled over. What? Like two weeks ago in the service? Not two weeks. Two days ago in the service truck. Work. Well, and I wonder how my wife's going to get pulled over. So I got pulled over in the service truck. I've already had him show. Hold on, hold on. Get this. Okay. I get pulled over in the service truck the other day. Okay. Don't Speed down. limit residential areas, unbeknownst to me, is now forty kilometers mm -hmm. an hour. Growing up, okay. So the area I was in, I grew up in, and growing up, it was always fifty. Okay. So I was doing fifty plus a little bit. Turns out the cop clocked me at 58. So yep. normally that wouldn't be a speeding ticket, but... You're 18 over. In this case, it was 40, which I didn't know, but so whatever. Like so the cop pulls me oh over, and God. the cop, you know, tells me he's going to give me a ticket and stuff, which is fine, whatever. So the cop comes back over after taking 20 minutes. You get the wrong thing in your goddamn hand, Goddamn ticket. Right? And so the cop's reading the ticket to me for, you know, real slow. And I says to the guy, I got places to be I can read. Just give me the ticket, please. And this guy loses it, right? He starts yelling at me, and I'm like, come on, man. You guys are supposed to de-escalate de these situations. Yes, not escalate. Yeah. Do you know what happened when I said, hey, you guys are supposed to de-escalate 
not start yelling at me? The guy lost his freaking mind. Even when it got worse? And he was older, right? So, I mean, the guy's been on the police force, obviously, a lot of years. Yeah. But our police have such a lack of training. They don't care about de-escalation. No, they, they don't. They don't care about, pe- you know, personal relations. I get it, okay? I was doing too fast. I got a ticket. Fine. I deserve the ticket. Fine. But you don't got to waste my time for no reason. And when I ask you to just give me the ticket and I know what's going on, doesn't mean you got to start yelling at me because it's not my neighborhood and BS. Dude, I got pulled over. And I got pulled like, over going through a reserve over speed limit. Oh. And they did a breathalyzer on me. Well, because now, you know what happened? When the when weed Seriously? became mandatory. Middle of the afternoon, they yeah. did a breathalyzer on me. Wow. When weed became legal, mm-hmm. right? Everybody wanted weed to be legal. Okay, mm-hmm. So now in Canada... When you get pulled over because weed is legal in that same bill, they made it so that police can give you a breathalyzer for whatever reason. They don't need a reason. No, they don't. I got pulled over on reserve because I. You can be there was sober a semi, as a judge. Uh, there was a fucking semi truck, two semi trucks, yeah. and they were doing seventy in a ninety zone. I passed them. In between, before I knew it, in between it was a police car. And another car in between the two semi trucks. I passed them doing about 110 in a 100 zone. Right. Which I mean, fine, sure. Whatever. Cop put Not his fucking cherries on and pulled me over. I said, okay, fucking great, whatever. He goes, do you know what I passed you over for? I go, mm, doing 110 in a 100 zone? He goes, no, you're not allowed to pass more than two vehicles Seriously? at a time. What? It was a I two mile stretch that. line up on the northern Alberta. I didn't know that. So when there's a passing lane, you're no. not going to get back into you're the not, right. No, he, he, no it's to, bullshit you call. Have, you have to in it's, and out, in and out. It's a bullshit yeah, call. It's a bullshit call. It's a bullshit call. It's a bullshit call. So I'm like, yeah, well, I didn't know this. Da, 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 da. What if there's no space for you to sneak back in? I go, well, you know, I got tired of doing 80. I got tired of doing 80, blah, 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 blah. And like I, when I passed, I seen the fucking cop there. I go, fuck, I'm gonna get pulled over. I knew it. He so just, he pulled me over. He goes, I need to do a breathalyzer. Just butt hurt because you got ahead of him. Yeah, I go, I need to do a breathalyzer. I go, what do you need? To do? I go, okay. He goes, you okay with it? I said, yeah, I can do one. I goes, I've been drinking all day. He goes, okay. So he says, spit out your gum, which pissed me off because this was my last gum. So I spit that out. <laughs> and I did my breathalyzer. And in the I middle says, of the day, I don't, don't get it. Yeah, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon, coming down, Me- coming down from northern so Alberta. Like crazy. So anyway, um, menthol can affect a breathalyzer. Oh, That's seriously? Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, and then you didn't drink. You're gonna get fucked up over a menthol. Menthol can do a positive report. Yeah. He, so fuck, yeah. stay away from menthol. Because if you do a breathalyzer and you fail with menthol, then we're fucking like, not oh, driving tonight. <laughs> but anyway. Um, Wife's coming to get me. Don't worry. That's good. I'm glad you get one of those. I got lucky. She's awesome. You got lucky, got, babe, uh, got when I found you. But anyway, I he pulled my, me over. I got my skateboard. So. <laughs> you still get a ticket for doing that, right? You still get a ticket. Skateboarding under the influence. Apparently, you get you get DUI on a horse. Look at that. Got him. Got fucking. You can get a DUI on a horse. You can get DUI on a fucking pedal bike. You can get DUI on a fucking pedal bike. Pedal bike, I can understand, but the horse isn't fucking drunk. If the horse ain't drunk, fuck me off. Leave me alone. I'm just sitting here. This guy's fucking driving. I ain't driving. Little side note. Rifle right. You guys are fucking awesome. This is fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's good stuff. I'm willing to be sponsored if you want to. Yeah, (laughs) every week. Sponsor too. Oh yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So he pulled me over. Goes, you gonna do a breathalyzer? Okay, spit the gum out. So first time in my life ever done a breathalyzer. Right. So I went, 
And I, I said to him for a joke, I said, if I blow into this, does it mean I'm gay? He did not have a sense of humor. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I still remember my first breastalizer. But anyway, so I did that. I said, you know I'm going to blow zero. He goes, well, I don't care. I got a check. I said, okay, no problem. So he did it, and then he did a second check on me. And he goes, yeah, I got to give you a ticket. I go, what are you giving me a ticket for? He goes, well, you passed more than two vehicles. I said, it's not in the law that you can pass more than two vehicles. I said, I wasn't breaking. I was, yeah, I admit that was ten or nine or ten over the speed limit, but you know, I was passing two semi trucks. He said, "Well, it was a dangerous action." I said, "Well, it was two fucking miles of a straight line." Yep, I still haven't heard of that. I'm right? serious. But I have. So anyway, I got I got my hundred and ten dollar ticket and blah 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 blah, and he went off. But I think part of it was is that I was on a reserve. Was part uh, was part of the fucking so issue. So what happened? The, the, the rules are different. The first time was I it a native cop? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was Indian. I'm yeah. oh, sorry, native cop. Well, it native was RCMP uh, on the native yeah. reserve. <laughs> I'm not trying to be an it asshole. Was it was Canada. I really am. I apologize. No. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I apologize. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not complete responsibility for the incident. Blah, blah, blah. But I'd like to recognize the world and history. I would like to thank the people Actually, at the Academy know. today. Sorry, we're getting crazy here. But anyway, um, he was RCMP. So the Canadian Gestapo. The Canadian FBI. Oh, you know, Canadian yeah. FBI. So anyway, back to this gentleman that got royally screwed over by the Edmund. Stop playing with me, Pebbles. I don't even know your. This guy that got royally screwed over by the Edmonton Police Department for doing his job. You know, it's it it's quite insane. I'd like to acknowledge the wonderful Um, Mr. Beals. Um. Mr. Beals, if I had a lot of money in my bank account, I would gladly give you fifty grand to get you through this hump. Right? I would gladly support you. This guy's got to run. For oh, yeah, we should I would start, gladly. Uh, I would gladly. Uh, GoFund me. No, no, I hate GoFundMe. Actually, no. we should start. GoFundMe, I hate, but this no. guy's got to run. No, for we, I would yeah. gladly fund you money for lawyers there's, for there's, what's there's, been done. There's conservative uh, funding convention because I know for GoFundMe, you guys can find conservative funding platform. What's his name? His name is Daniel Beals, Detective Daniel Beals. Daniel no, we Beals. should all stand with that guys. You know what? Because she's gonna still go. You know what is Jack funny? Beals. So I was I sold. Uh, His wife's name is who I've been communicating with, and probably my wife's gonna get mad at this one. This one. The jury. His wife's name is Jay Beals, and she literally. This is what she, this is what she emailed how you, me. Hold on, hold, how do you spell last name? B I. Yeah. B I E L S. So, oh, fuck what the hell did I just do? I can't spell. I have other story, but uh, yeah. But she said, I think, I think the, yeah, the jury, what do you say in English? Juridical system? Judicial system? Yes, it's it's in, in rough shape in Edmonton. Well, she said to me, she in goes, really rough shape in Edmonton. She goes, me, you're the first person to see. That without several hours of explaining, my father-in-law passed away, and that the funeral's on Monday. So this is this is this is from Wednesday. So her dad's being buried this Monday. I'm sorry you're here in the garage door in the background because yeah we're doing it out of the house. Um, 
I won't be able to attend anything this weekend because we will we can revisit in a few weeks. If you want to go ahead and speak about it anyhow, I can send you whatever information you would like and the importance of the story, and there's a lot more coming that the public doesn't know. So here's a couple other things here. Um, the best synopsis is that everything to October 21 is a two-part podcast and was done by Progress Alberta, which I hate to say Progress Alberta, you guys suck. They seem to be missing the point. Cameron Perez is a symptom, and that's the problem. Cameron Perez is an alias of that Abdul Shah. Mm-hmm. All right? Yeah, because he changed the name at some point, didn't yep. he? Yep. Yeah. Um, at the end of November 2021, the service took Dan's pay and benefit away. He needs their permission right? to get that's, a job. That's what I said, November 2021. Okay. Yeah. okay, so here's the th- sad part. They have to release him as an Edmonton Police Department in order for him to get a regular fucking job to pay his bills. But they won't right. re- but they won't so release him. They stop him. paying him, but they won't release him as an employee. That's so they won't get a job. So he's employed. So but now he's not he's, being paid. He's homeless and losing everything. That's what I call bullshit. It's more than bullshit. This bro. guy's gotta run for something. I wish okay, so I don't agree with a lot of shit the Americans do. Yep. But one thing I do agree with is in their their small towns and their, you know, areas and whatnot, yep. that their police chiefs, okay, yep. or their sheriffs, right, are elected positions. Right. Right? Our police chief for EPS is not an elected position. It's an appointed position. Right? Right. I wish... Shit like that for us was an elected position because then a guy like this could run for it and everybody would vote for him because they know he has integrity. Because it takes a lot of integrity to stand up against your brothers and against your sisters. Yes. Agree, right? agree, yes. To well, do what you think is right. Okay, whether you're right or whether you're wrong, I don't give a shit if the guy was right I don't give a shit if the guy was wrong. The but he put his is, fucking foot down. He put his fucking foot down and he stood up against everybody and said, no, this is what I believe. It needs to be looked into. If you won't look into it, then I'm going to go to the media and they can look into exactly. it. Exactly. And Today, whatever fucking happens, it happens. Whatever, where the car, right? Where the chips lie, they chips lie. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Well, I want you to listen to this. That's I the want kind you to, of guy you need in charge. I want you to listen to this. This is the single largest problem in the city of Edmonton, but it only affects vulnerable people and those that live in the inner city. So Amajit Soli, the current mayor, can say that he cares about them, but he doesn't, and he's shown that to be the case. As a matter of fact, every single person that competed for that seat in the October of 2021 election was given the opportunity to discuss this, to address it, and they never took it. This week, CBC is rolling out a new investigative series that delves into Edmonton police and a notorious inner-city landlord. There are two main players here, Abdullah Shaw, also known as Carmen Pervez, and the other main character in my five-part series is Detective Dan Bahils. He turned whistleblower at the start of the year. We met in a dark, snow-filled shopping mall parking lot. Bahils handed me a thumb drive in a plain envelope. It is a 64-gig thumb drive. 64-gig thumb drive that was fucking full to the tits of information. Dan Bahils? 
Behil. B H. Hang on, let me get my mic going here. Fucking need to hire somebody to help me out with this shit. B E H I E L S. Well, we can help you. Bravo sure. Edward Hotel, Indigo Edward, Dan, Lemur. Oh, okay, Dan Hill V. Okay, I see it. Yep. Yeah. So I came across her on a TikTok video. Right? This is this is her talking about the drug trafficking, drug the drugs and trafficking and everything in with it. So here, hold on. Here's an article. Yep. January thirty first, twenty twenty two. So beginning of this year, mm-hmm. Edmonton Police Chief justified. This is by CBC News. Mm-hmm. Edmonton Police Chief justified in suspending whistleblower detective without pay. Police commission rules. That's bullshit. Whistleblower. Right. This without is pay. So, so our most fucking our cop with the most integrity. We're gonna punish the guy. Right. Yeah, but it's but the sad part, I mean, the sad part is, you want to go against the brotherhood, we're gonna kick your ass. Well, the other thing too, like let me let me get this out. I fell into the wormhole right. of all these whistleblowers in Canada, and Canada does not have a whistleblower protection act. How not? Like in the states? How do we not? If you look at all we the whistleblowers, we are such a third world fucking country. It's ridiculous. Well, here's here's a scary thought. Honestly, okay, I wasn't we are, really. We, I wasn't. Really yeah, 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 yeah. I wasn't really into politics until Trudeau got. We into are power a third world. We, we are a third world republic. We really are. Well, yeah. here, here's something. Okay, I met my wife. Two thousand nine. You know, usual date, fool around, and all that kind of shit. Two thousand ten, we were talking, and she said to me, she goes. You know, Canada's one of the top 10 corruption companies, uh, countries in the world. Yeah. I'm not and I'm going, really? we're not corrupt. With Ukraine. We can, no, hang on. Fuck, fuck Ukraine. I'm sorry to tell you, but your wife's right. I know. But back at the day, I'm going, it can't be. You know, we're free. We're allowed to go this and this kind of stuff. And everything else. she goes, no. That's all stuff. And I said, you're full of fucking bullshit. This is a tip of the iceberg. We of are the corruption right now, right now, I believe before we've got we Trudeau been, that's in the back power of the WEF. It's a great country, but right now the 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 way the government's handling it, it's third world. Mm-hmm. It's like even and worse, what I mean by third world, and I know third world because we were in the Philippines. It's even worse, and we it's, took it. We, we did a U-turn in the wrong spot. Oh, it's com- oh and, hold on, hold on. Can I just, hang on, hang on. Wait, and, wait, wait, wait. And, and, and Marinella's uncle gave the guy 100 fucking pesos, which is $2.25 Canadian, right. to look the other way. Hold on. I just Googled this guy. Okay. I want to read something. Here. Okay. I found a Reddit titled, I am Dan Beals. Dan Beals, yep. It's alleged my actions bring discredit on the reputation of the... Ab- Edmonton Police Service. Yes, yeah. So what? AMA exclamation mark. I don't know what AMA well, stands who cares? for. I mean, Hold what's on. The problem with Hold that? on. It says, "I'd like to thank the moderators for inviting me to do this." AMA, whatever an AMA is. I'll try to do it justice. I figure I can start at the beginning. I was born in Edmonton, but to a military family, so we ended up moving coast to coast with my parents, various postings. 
After high school, I settled down back in Edmonton and worked with IBM until 2009 when I left to join recruit training with the Edmonton Police Service. My wife, children, and I raised cattle on a small ranch just outside the city. You guys have voice cut. I work, right? I worked primarily in the downtown division responding to 911 calls and the like. The later on, the beat along 118th Avenue, which I would know BS, like that's a crappy area. Okay. That's my input, not his. Oh, I agree. Uh, okay. So, it continues to say, when I was promoted to detective, I worked on many investigations including Sexual assaults, break and enter, attempted murders, and frauds. My expertise was really in community-based policing. But the investigations I worked on were something fairly complex. The one, invas- the one investigation that landed me in the spot I'm in now was called Project Fisk. The CBC ran a five-part series recently that outlined hold on that outlined the investigation under project fisk the outlines below and the circumstances that led to my decision to leak the material to the media i'm thankful that the cbc was able to make or was able to speak surprised about i'm surprised a portion too. of what was going on but there is still so much more that needs to be said. We're going to be talking about more later. I was relieved of duty from Edmonton Police Service February 4th, 2021. It is alleged that my actions bring discredit on the reputation of the Edmonton Police Service. I suppose that's the new badge I get to wear if this story dies. Now, I'd like to answer any questions you might have, and it goes on to list a bunch of article posts. But in my opinion, and this is my opinion, a guy like that that's able to stand up against everybody and everything that's on his side to do what he feels is right, even if he's in the wrong. I don't care. Okay, I don't care if the EPS in this situation is... I don't even think he's in the wrong. Okay, but hold on. Like, I don't care if the EPS did everything right and this guy misinterpreted what was going on. The fact is he believed that there was malfeasance afoot, whether it be on the part of the EPS or the government or whoever's above him, right? Thank you. I don't care if he believes that there was malfeasance afoot based on, you know, whatever. He had the gall... And the self-awareness and the basically just the balls to stand up to everything that was telling this he guy. He said, enough is enough. Right? I can't take it anymore. Right. And I'm willing to put my reputation, right? my livelihood, and my life on the line. Right. He was, he was willing to risk everything to do what he felt was right. Okay. Even if he was wrong. I don't care if he was wrong. We need more people is like that. He had the moral fiber we need to do what he more believed people in. like that. We need to protect them. Make we this need a fucker police chief. And that's what makes me sad with the justice system these right? days. 
and the government right? is the covering up that shit the other way. This They're guy burying can run. it. They they have they have like monetary deal with the high ops, right? And 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 I'm sorry to say, the leftist radicals oh, absolutely they love that shit. Absolutely, they like chaos. They like trouble. They like misconduct. They, they like, like fire. They like they shit burning. Like, down, exactly. Right? They like destruction. Exactly. They like chaos. <laughs> but this guy, they like okay? having that. This you whole, know what? That guy. No, me listen. The the the, the two brother cousins right. that went around stabbing people, the liberal make it right. sounds like oh it's so bad, but they love that crap. They love right. chaos. We but didn't this, we didn't talk about that today. Right. Hold but, on. But, but this it, it this constable, okay, this constable Daniel Beals, I don't care if this guy runs for student council or if I he runs for prime minister of fucking Canada. I would for vote him. for that guy. Why? Be because, because he's got honesty, the moral fucking fiber to do what he believes values. is right in the face of everybody telling him to shit down and shut the fuck up. You right? risk your life. Everybody, you stand right? up for what's right. Because you got you got values. You got to realize. You, be there. you got to realize everybody. Okay, all the cops that rode with this guy, that interacted with this guy, everybody in his squad, everybody in his precinct, everybody they should all had to have been telling this guy to sit down, shut the fuck up, and stop talking. I'm a firm believer that this guy is one of the few cops that will step in front of a bullet to protect his comrades. Absolutely. Right? This I is would, the guy that... I would vote th- for this man no this matter gu- what he was running for. I don't care. Put him in... Fucking charges. We need, this is a guy that believes more people like that. Absolutely. This is a guy that believes in justice and fairness. Right. 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 It doesn't matter who you are, or what you are. You're judged by the, the same cloth. You're judged right? the same way. The the best way I can put it is the man believes in what is right over exactly. what is wrong, mm-hmm. regardless of whoever is telling you otherwise. Exactly. He I has a moral fiber that. that he is willing to basically uphold, and he's not going to let anybody tell him different. Love it. And I don't care if he's wrong, okay? Even if the Edmonton City Police were completely 100% in this matter, right? right? I don't care. The fact is, is he believed something was going on that shouldn't be? Right. And he did everything he possibly could to make sure yep. that that was exposed. That it got exactly. exposed. He put a light on it. And, and whether whether and whether, whether, he was whether he, everything on the line, put the man in the fucking charge. The sad part. The sad part was is that he had to go to the media first because right? he did not have trust in the APS system. Right? That's the sad we part. We need look at. men like this more. Many, we need more. Many, many, we need many, many more. Many more men. Like and the him. sad part about it, he's like Jesus on the cross. Okay. He's being prosecuted for all this shit, and he's he's basically sitting there and he's crossing out. Right. And his family is screwed. His kids are screwed, and his wife is screwed, and they're mm-hmm. losing their house, Absolutely. and they're losing everything on top of it. I worked for. A co- and the sa- the real yep. sad part about it is that yes, he gave the information to CBC. But there ain't a damn thing on the fucking blue tube that's been talking about this. Mm-hmm. There ain't been a damn thing in the newspaper that's been talking about it. Nope. I don't even think this article was actually pu- published in a paper. Unless, I think it was published no. online. Unless you go looking for it, you'll know nothing about it. Exactly. That's why I believe, and I'm going to bring up again, 
media are censoring people. They're trying to make the to turn boys into men. Okay, I go hold on. Uh, Andrew Tate was one of them, and he got censored. And then there's a lot of people like buy. us that are trying to turn boys into men with the knowledge we ex we're giving up there yeah. is to turn boys into men. And if you do that too much, you get censored. Right. Okay, so I got two points to make. One, I, I only got one to make. I think I can't remember the other one now. Um, okay, it's so the whiskey. Right? <laughs> no, it's got stuff funny. Okay, so the thing is, is the first thing is this guy stood up for shit. Okay? Yes. And there's so many people out there nowadays that everybody comes up to you on your team and says, dude, shut up. You're not right. You know, you're going to get in trouble, you know, just shut up and, and let it slide. But this guy was willing to to go up against the system, go up against exactly. everything. His superiors. Right or say, wrong, no, the guy's got fucking balls to do right something. Right or wrong, he's got, the, he's got integrity, okay? And there's just integrity. no Love more that word. integrity Love in this world beautiful. for people, right? So beautiful. Especially in politics, especially in policing, especially in anything where... The public is watching you. Mm -hmm. Yes. There's just so much wish wash. There's so much, well, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to look good. I want right? to do what to make your feelings feel better because our yep. we're looking at our feelings and not the actual truth. Right. Because the truth might hurt man, your feelings and make man, you feel bad. The but the, this guy up. was willing to put what he felt was right, what he felt was the truth. Right or wrong, doesn't matter. He put what he believed in ahead of himself he was willing to sacrifice his career his family his livelihood everything to expose what he believed was the truth and those are the kinds of people we need in power those are the kinds of people we need in government because if we don't have those kinds of people then we have selfish Corruptible, yeah, exactly. You know, individuals that don't who don't give a shit about everybody else, they just give about themselves. Right and if now, somebody goes to them and we, says, Hey, I'll we, offer you X number of dollars to do what I want, they'll go, Hey, yep, yeah, okay, we, works for me. We look at generation to come, right? Build a legacy, right? Be the example, be there. Make sure the next generation of kids or yes. who you are are safe. Surrounded by good people and mm -hmm. good in infrastructure. And that's what Not guys like chaos. this, Daniel Beal, feel. But exactly. there's too many he people. Will sacrifice the his sad reputation. Part. He will fall on his he sword will. for the future of his children. Yeah, exactly. The sad yes. part, there's no feel legacy the anymore. Right? But there's so but many I people out there the like fucking Trudeau die. and the liberals who only want to... I will they die want, right? for the future of my two kids right, right now. I will die for the future of my children. Whereas there's... So think of it this way. There's people like this Daniel Beale, where if he was holding his children off the face of a cliff and he had two options. He, he would have said, let go of I, the did, children, I did the best right? I could he, and I helped he, them. You got two options. You can let go of your children and let them fall the off this system. cliff and die. You want to you leave or, them to the system right? that it is right now? Or you can hang on to these children and let them climb up you, and for some reason, whatever, you end up being the one that falls You want to go... Guys like him would be the one that would sacrifice his well-being for the future. I don't want my kids go to that system. Right? It's unfair. We you need know? more people like this Daniel yes. Beal guy in power. You need and people with moral fiber and... 
what's the world? What's the word I'm looking for? Constitution? No, moral fortitude? No, there's fortitude is another one. Gastral fortitude. Gastral fortitude? Is it the Japanese oh, whiskey? Right? Yeah, it's oh, coming. Man, I yeah. love that stuff, man. You right? know what? It's good shit. Okay, I side note, I just cracked open the Singori whiskey from Toki. It's good stuff. That's stuff. It's fucking is. shit. It's delicious. That's but anyway, back 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 to this part and the side thing. Okay. This guy's got to run for something. Daniel this, this, Beal, this, I'm telling you right now, buddy, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, run. And whatever you want to run for, run for it. Well, we will be well, here, here, And I will fucking vote for you. I promise. You got to try this. Let me Swallow this that first. and trigger that. Well, here, here, don't here, give up. Here's a little situation that you talked about earlier about. <laughs> oh, you fucking serious? <laughs> He's putting me to bed for sure. Holy crap. All right. I'm like. This is why yeah, I like it. Earlier is like, fuck off, man. Good shit. And man. now he doesn't want to mix it with it because he's a real guy. Yeah. Put you me can't s- mix whiskeys, man. Put guys me, put effort into shit. Will, put, honor it. will put me to sleep. Okay, I'm going to mute this guy. Saying, You're muted. I'm going muted. to say a quick thing. Yeah. So, off topic about Daniel Beals. So, Tangari whiskey is a Japanese whiskey. And they're on the market right now, and they're the forefronter, the forerunners of whisk, American whiskey. So take a sip of that and tell me what you think. It's good shit. I know that I had it last time. It's oh, did you the tangori? Yeah, we had it last time. It's good. No, stuff. we didn't have yes, tangori last did. time. No, yes, no, no. It must no. have been before the podcast. No, nope. I know you gave me some. Oh, no, no, did I know it's good no. stuff. Okay. Yeah. So me and Craig, in one of the podcasts we we did with podcast number six or seven. I think six, Ooh. six. It's so that was that. Like yeah, I got. It's smoky, hey. That stuff was amazing. It's got a really like smoky isn't that nice? oak taste. Yeah, I got yes. fucked up on it. Yeah, it was on oh. the podcast. What? So the Japanese are really good. If you want to listen, Japanese whiskey you is very listen, good. You want to listen? Very good. I take my samurai sword and I kill you with it. Or you want to listen to one of the. Fucked up podcast. You're Japanese. Promise yeah. I'm not cool. racist. I love the samurais. You're Japanese. Yes, I just have a really shitty accent. Yes, don't listen to that podcast. You say origato. Government like, warning. According to the Surgeon General, you can blow me if you don't <laughs> Oh, really? Okay. You can suck balls if you want. Product of Japan. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's fucking awesome shit, man. Imported by yeah. something or other. Mm-hmm. Chicago. So anyway, sidebar, back to Mr. Beals. Yeah. Um, Man's got to run for something. This man is caliber. The problem that we got in today's world is people of caliber is often trampled, trampled on, Absolutely. abused, love that word, wrote and and written off. There's an old saying. I don't know if it's speaking. Just Mr. Beals, this is for you. Cheers, Mr. Beals. Cheers. Cheers, Mr. Beals. May many more follow in your footprints. Honestly, oh, I don't so know good. if oh. it's Japanese, and I'm not saying that just because of Japanese what? whiskey, but there's an old um, uh, saying or proverb that the tallest blade of grass is the first to be cut. Right? I love that. Right. The formula is is the exposed nail is the one that's hammered. Right, exactly. Same idea. Right. Okay. And I don't know if Constable Beals is is that guy in this situation, but he's definitely that he's that 
higher nail, that tall blade of grass. But he's the kind of guy he's we need to lead our law enforcement or I'm gonna live this life doing an impact. And right? it's I think every man looks for that. You know, he I mean? believes like honestly, you can see that that type of man, right, believes that doing the right thing is way more important than himself. It's way more important than paying his mortgage, than supporting his family, than anything. That man was literally willing to risk his entire life, his well-being, because you know that, I mean, if a cop wanted to, you know, could put him in a situation where the guy you know ends what? up getting I'm, killed I'm, I'm, in the line of duty. Well, I'm going to a little bit go sideways, but I'm going to speed it off. What he, you're saying right? is... You want to make an Im- people like this want to make an impact in life. Right. Wants to make and you the like, world a better want, place. I want, I want to make sure when I live life, I make a difference. Right. And if it was for my kids, for other people, Absolutely. you know what? In the, in, in the risk of losing a little bit, at least I did something. Right. You know what I mean? But this guy was willing to lose it. everything. Exactly. I would. I am always Literally. on the point of willing to sacrifice Con- everything Constable that I've Daniel owned. Beale was willing to lose. I feel the same. Everything. Yep. His livelihood. Same. His life. Everything. He was willing to lose right. in the name of making the world a better place. He put Even a, not, not, not necessarily a better place, himself. but a fairer place. Right. You know, when you're beating, I've always said, when you're beating your head against the wall and you see the same problems over and over again, is how do you fix it? Right. And the other thing that I've always said, and I probably, you've, you may have heard me say this all the time, probably. is that I'm tired of feeling like the smartest person in the room. I have heard you say that, yeah. Right? It's just because of common sense. Right. Am I a super educated person? Yeah, I got a university degree and shit like that. But, you know, it's in business. Philosophy and shit? No, fuck that. Whatever. But the way I look at it is is when you're looking at black and white and things are going, like, why... I'm gonna take it extreme after you. Great. Well, like, like, why? Like, we need, we need, we need, we need results. And I'm sorry about people and their feelings. Feelings is not facts. It's never been facts. It's never been fucking facts. And I always say it's never been facts. And I will take facts over feelings any day, no matter. Will I be happy about it? If it's regarding me, probably not. Will it hurt me? Probably will. But it's facts. And after a while, the facts will come in and the feelings will get better. I'm going to take it extreme okay. for everybody. And because I believe in friends for price. And the extremity of it is I, I feel I'm, I'm, not, I'm not as good as the, of the young people that dies on the, on the beach of Normandy. They knew they were going into a, a, a dead trap. But at their age teenagers wow. or younger they were doing it for the future of the country and their next generation no but actually speaking we need, we need to speaking think, to we, speaking we need to think that way well let's That's, back up let's back up and i'm sorry if you're extreme. talking about the nobody thing speaking of, of my father that fought in world war ii my father fought in world war ii he was born in 1918 and he fought in world war ii the 101st regiment of newfoundland our royal artillery they did not go into it. They went into it to fight the people that were oppression the world. They knew if they didn't do that, 
they did that because they wanted a better future for the next generation. Like the fuck the ver- we have well, people with for- now. No, no, no. It's, I, it's, it's is, not. It's not about. It's not about people who fight. Before hang on, hang on. Fight for the next generation. It's not about the next generation. Hold on. He fought. Yes, he, uh, was, he fought because was, my dad. My, no, no. My dad from conversations I've had. I'm sorry, but he, I don't he, believe that. My dad from the conversations that I've had and from other veterans that I grew up around. My dad fought not because of the next generation, because it was wrong. Can I interject real quick? Yeah, go ahead. Off topic. I decided to look up this <laughs> Suntory Japanese whiskey. Just to let you know, we he's know got you. my whiskey in his lap. Right. I must be buzzing because I know, know some chicken. No, it's delicious. Okay, just, and I am a single malt scotch connoisseur. Don't oh, drink anything you. but. Like, I am super Always finicky. So- and picky about my whiskeys. I really am. Okay? You guys are getting expensive now for my but, taste. Uh, right. Okay. But this Suntory, you not only is coke. it delicious, okay, the reviews for this thing online are amazing. Dude, I don't pick shit. Right? I don't pick shit. First time tasting this whiskey. It was in a, it was in a no TV show. It all. was in a TV this show. This blend is made specifically for making amazing highballs. Such an amazing chance. There's a TV whiskey. show, so I'm going to... This is one of my absolute Will, favorite Will. whiskeys. Oh, my God. Will, there's it a is Netflix. one of the best just Japanese whiskeys at a... Co- oh. You cut, you shut me up. You go- no, him. You shut me up. But I, this shit is delicious. You? There's a you TV gotta show. You got to buy it. It's good shit. Will, just I'm going to add to you. Suntory whiskey. Centauri Whiskey, I'm open to sponsorship as well. Right? It's delicious. There's a TV show. Buy some tomorrow. It's good shit. And it's under $100 a bottle. And it's under $100 There's a bottle. TV show I was watching, and yeah. the day after, we, uh, we I got pretty fucked up on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's good shit. I was watching that TV show, and the guys pulled the ball on the Podcast yeah. number six, like if you want to hear it, Nick tried to. F- oh, actually, no, it was so bad that I could not air it. Really? <laughs> it's good shit. That is delicious whiskey. Mm. I am a you single never, you malt. Always sc- air hold everything. on, hold on. I no, am that's the lost episode that never got on, aired because on, Craig, you were too fucking drunk. Craig, I am a single malt scotch whiskey guy mm-hmm. through and through. Okay? Yep. Single malt scotch is all I drink. Yep. Okay? It has to be single malt. I don't drink blended. I don't drink Johnny Walker, none of that garbage. Oh, it's fuck. gotta be single malt. But this shit is fucking delicious. Isn't it? Excuse my French. It's amazing. Well, we're it's off topic am- again. I want to oh, talk about this part. Just saying, it's good shit. I get you, know, ki- you know the uh, be- Umbrella Academy? Yeah. The TV show? Yeah. With the superheroes yeah, and yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. In the last season, yeah, when the, when when because I was the older tanks when they come at the end the two three last season, the three when when he's in the hotel, and he goes on the other side with the big fucking dude. He's drinking yeah. They get they get fucked up at the bar, mm-hmm. and what they're drinking is tandoori. is is that Japanese whiskey. Really? Yeah. It's a, yeah. S- you story. watch uh, Umbrella Academy yeah. last season, episode eight or nine. You're gonna see that ball on this one. That was that was funny. It's delicious. I didn't know the Japanese could make whiskey that good. They're it's leading. Amazing. They're leading. Uh, amazing. And I love sushi. So I mean, I love Japanese cuisine as this to begin with. 
the fact that they can make whiskey that good, it makes me want to go out and pour a glass of that. Order I hate their beer. Their beer sucks balls. I'm not a beer guy to begin with. I drank too much when I was 15. I'm not a beer guy. Never was. Never will be. Right? I drink like I do drink two beers. Sorry, you guys. No. You're gonna you're gonna love the bipolarness of them. I might have. I'll a- drink a Corona. Yeah. Or I'll drink a Guinness. I might break out a Budweiser from the freezer on a super hot summer day, yeah. but that's about it. I can, yeah. No, when I was younger, I worked for my dad's company in a mm-hmm. beer workshop, and they would have beer on Fridays. And okay. one Friday, I was going to have some beer with the guys, and they decided, hey, let's uh, show this guy what beer is about. And yep. I drank nine beer <laughs> at 15, 14. Nine beer in about half an hour. What they am I mean now? Taught I'm like, me how to I'm in like my ninth double. Right? They taught me how to shotgun and everything else. Mm-hmm. Nine beer in about half an hour at 110 pounds soaking wet. What's, what's the, the name of the Ever bottle? since, beer's just not for me. But that Sundory. whiskey. Dude, it's delicious. I'm going to go out tomorrow. I'm going to buy a bottle of that to put in my The nice thing is about 40 bucks a bottle. Really? And it competes with the fucking shit that I got, like, $200 on. Right? Shelf. That's like my Dalwini. Dalwini 15-year, what, 80 bucks a bottle? Mm-hmm. And I would rather drink the Dalwini 15-year than a 200 and some, 280 I have to say, I might, I hate to Johnny say. Johnny Walker Blue. Well, Johnny Walker. Is shit to well, begin with. Okay, there's something you brought up earlier. I want to get onto this part. Yeah, sure. So here, here's what I get a kick out of. Everybody's like, um, money. Jack, Jack Daniels. I. The I, only thing a Jack I drink is Gentleman's Jack, because I've heard good things about Gentleman's. It's got that smooth metal yeah. rise onto it, and it's 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 still great. Yeah. The regular Jack, everybody it goes burns. out. Ooh, Jack and Coke. Let's get fucking hammered. My opinion is, has always been when it comes to alcohol, if you right. have to mix it with something to make it feel better, it's, it's fucking shit. garbage. It's garbage. Yes. It's fucking garbage. If you can't drink it straight, it's crap. Exactly. And Jack Daniels, regular, original Jack Daniels straight. Is fucking consumerism bullshit advertising crap. Okay, don't get me wrong. It's the KFC of fucking whiskey. Right. Or McDonald's of whiskey, actually. Right. Don't get me wrong. Jack Daniels, the marketing department, they are worth. Every penny they are paid because Jack Daniels whiskey is formed in a Tennessee everywhere in a state where you're not allowed to drink. But the thing is for Jack, the only thing of Jack I've ever drank was crap. The only thing of Jack I've ever drank was gentleman's Jack. Okay. Right. Gentleman's Jack ain't half bad, but regular original Jack (sighs) Daniels corn mash whiskey is shit. Yes. It's garbage. Don't fucking give it to me. I'd rather. I'm sorry to gonna piss you off, but it's like Harley Davidson. Everybody thinks Harley's a great bike, but it's because and of Nike. marketing. And Nike. And right? Nike, yeah. It's the, you're paying for the name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. You're paying I'd, for the marketing. You're paying for the protein. Uh, I'd the, rather uh, a fucking Reebok or a what's that N next gen that they sell like Payless. Well, if you get in the sneakers, right? I, I'm I'm into N- Vans. Okay. I'm or, in the Vans right now. I think right. I'm on my feet right now. It's Vans or yep. Levi's. Yep. But anyway. Or. Nicholas? 
couldn't find a picture of it. Uh, what are we looking uh, for? A picture of your penis? Uh, it's long Umbria, gone since the drink. In, in Umbrella Academy. You got the paper shaker? I'll take a picture. In Umbrella Academy, ah, ah. Uh, at the end, the last episode, at uh, the bar, when they transfer on the other world, yes. they, drink, they, drink they had the Tangori. They, they drink that same Japanese uh, whiskey. Yeah. It's good shit, though. This shit, the Sangori whiskey so from Toki. Still love it's got it's oh. got that oaky taste to it. Yeah. It doesn't need to be aged for ten to twelve years. You want to take your wife on a good what good week way, is it, dude? Good, good, uh, what? good, good. What week is lunch? it? No, what good restaurant? What, how aged is it? What week is it? Because they know. take these 10, 20 year old barrels and they yeah. throw it into this to get that oakiness out of the barrels. Really? The Japanese has got their shit the fucking together. Really? They have their shit together, bro. So it's aged very little. It's aged very little. Um, really? This is 43% alcohol. Yeah. I mean, I give a shit about the alcohol content. Well, some of them are 29, 30. Right. Some of the They're stuff all are between 40 and 50, but still, right? Right. But the nice thing I like about this is it's got that oaky blend in the background. It does. It's very and oaky. And you still get like that berry taste behind it. it. It Right? It's got the oaky and then, like, the sweet. Right. Yes. So it's it's killer. I still like the demo Nicholas is over there. Going, I still it takes here. you. You want to hear the crazy? But you know, how, okay. Yes. I know it's totally off topic, but do you want to know how I got into scotch? Yes, I want to know. Okay, so I was living at my dad's house when he moved to Thailand. Okay, he got yes, cancer. Scotch guys. Right, my dad got cancer in his esophagus. Got his esophagus removed. Yep. Moved to Thailand because it was cheap. Plus so I was living in my dad's. Plus, you get hot little twenty-year-olds right? like yeah, he's, right. he's got a hot right. woman. Anyways, so I was living yeah, in my dad's. Oh, I was living in my dad's house, right at the time, and all that there was in the alc- in the liquor cabinet was the Crown Royal Limited that I bought, which I thought was pretty expensive at the time, at like forty dollars a seven fifty mils. Okay. And then there was a bottle of Dalmore single malt scotch that my dad's buddy had bought. And I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know at the time. So I poured probably about a six or eight ounce glass one night. You got addicted like When I couldn't couldn't sleep. Right? So I figured, well, my dad's buddy brought this bottle over and left it. So I'm going to drink that. Because it can't be as expensive as the shit I have. Right? And the Dalmore was smooth. It was yeah, you delicious. got addicted like oh, cocaine. It was a right, and so I looked it up. You it was a single malt baby. scotch. <laughs> and I was out at a restaurant one night, and this restaurant had the Dalwini, and I tried that, and that was even better. And so after those two tastings, I realized that single malt scotch whiskey was the Epitome of alcohol. Epitome of alcohol. It was the most flavorful, tasty booze. That you don't have to put whiskey. You don't have to put Coke in it. Yep. Sprite. And you could drink that shit straight, and it is delicious. And ever since that, I just couldn't get enough decent. Single malt scotch. I've tried right. blended scotches. Yep. No, thank you. I've tried. Blended sucks. 
so blended yeah you need to get yourself a good quality single mm-hmm. malt scotch whiskey and to this day i still say that dalmort and dalwini are the m- greatest top of the line single malt scotch whiskeys under a hundred dollars that you can buy right well here's what happened to me uh, I've always been a double Picardi and white yeah. and ice person. My dad drinks the del or the Bacardi eights. Right. And that shit's right. delicious. It was pure paint thinner. Yeah. After your second one, you don't taste it. And it was just great. Right. Or not. I never got in a hangover. I've kept my buzz as a nice flying level. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So, and then when we start doing this podcast thing, yeah, I'm going, well, you know, people have Bacardi and that kind of stuff. And we had, we have Nick, and then we have Masturbation Mike, which is not here right. tonight because I don't know what his issue is. I'd like to meet Masturbation Mike, just saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what his problem is, but he's not here. We'll do the four of us one night. Yeah. I'd, pr- I'd like that. I really would. Don't if we can. Don't know what your problem is. I won't. But anyway, so I'm going, you know, I'm in my 50s. I'm closer to 60 than I am to 50. Seriously? In a couple of days, yeah. No way. Yeah. You know what I thought? Tops, 52. Mm. Honestly, before you said that, Mm -hmm. I would have thought 48, 49 maybe. I'm actually going to hit 56 in a couple of weeks. Shut up. Yep. Well, good for you, buddy. So anyway, yeah. Anyways, yeah. (laughs) Better life through preservatives. But anyway. (laughs) <laughs> but anyway, we're doing this podcast, and I'm going, you know, it's great that we talk political. It's great we talked about what's going on in the government and that kind of stuff, and hopefully hold them accountable if this hopefully. thing ever does anything. Yeah. But I'm going, you know, we need to do, do a review on something that's cool. Yes. And Nick, Nick likes to drink. I and like to drink I like to drink. But the thing that I've got on it, oh, hang on, here we go. So the thing that I like about it is that anybody can come on and talk about booze and stuff. I talked to Joe Rogan. I seen Joe Rogan and stuff, and they were talking about booze, and they just bring it out. Go, Ro- hold Joe on, Rogan. hold on. Remind me to bring up Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Whenever yeah, we got yeah, time. Drop a pen, baby. Yeah. But anyway, Joe Rogan brings it up, and they're talking about pot and smoking. But I like yeah. actually tonight, I was thinking about grabbing a bunch of edibles for us. Oh, oh yeah. It's legal night? in Canada. You lose. Hold on, hold on. You want to do edibles one night? I have a source. <laughs> I got. I got. Okay, you're both on mute. You're both on mute because I want to say something. I've got a cool edible stories for you in a second. Well, anyway, we're thinking about edibles, but the thing I want is I want to do something that's a bit more mature. So the mature part was is that we're talking about um, whiskeys, and my opinion is is that whiskeys is actually a little bit more mature than anything else. So we're doing reviews. So every week, when I get ten minutes in my business, I actually sit down and I start reviewing. What's good? What's flavor? What's behind it? What's focused on our side of it and what we like about it? Yeah, no, I know, I know. And I, we try to gather the best of it, I know. And mm-hmm. we're not perfect at people. 
you know, it's like it's it's why it's called dad shooting shit. You know, we <laughs> all come from different background. We all come from we all come from places that we're working to get somewhere. You know, Greg has his stories. I have my story. We'll have his story. But we want to make the podcast the most enjoyable. And you know, we're not we're not people. That we're not there to give the best of like. Oh, we're straight. You know, we don't drink, or we we're, we're tolerable, or we never try gummies, or <laughs> politics or anything. Craig Tudor went off with Jack Smith, and I was happy that he released on him. You know why? Because you go, you guys, you guys that follows us and listen to us don't understand how much we got censors at the first time. He had a great TikTok. Because TikTok, you, you know, Fuck it's, dude, it's, I had twenty five thousand and I lost it. It's it's owned by the Chinese government, but in 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 some in some way, it's it's one way to so everybody can hear about the truth. Because the government, every everything, they got everything else censored. You know, if if the government of Canada would own TikTok, we would have never have a chance to hear about the truth like like people like Craig they were trying to bring everything there but it to show you that the government of Canada had ties with with China and uh, put enough pressure to have China tells TikTok to say hey you guys have to censor people out there because uh, we, we already have a d- we already have a deal with YouTube and Google we ought to have a deal with uh, with uh, Instagram and, and all those other social media. TikTok was one of them that was controlled by China. Well, and and you go on you go on to Joe Rogan and look at his what he said the rules and reports is for for TikTok. It's oh, pretty bad. You can if you have it on your computer, they can look in your com. The, the rules and regulation of privacy are pretty sick. Can I say two things about Rogan real quick? Yep. One. Okay. So there's a big thing in the U.S. real qu- right now. Okay, where there's some companies suing the U.S. government over censorship. Okay? Yes. Yeah. Because the U.S. government. Okay, for a, for a, this is just an example to make my point. Okay, do you take that too much for granted? Okay, so the U.S. government isn't allowed to do A or B or C. Okay, it's but the U.S. government also isn't allowed to go to a private company right. and have no. private company do A, B, or C but they on don't behalf of the U.S. government. That's true. Right, the constitution, but, but they don't hold fo- on, they hold don't, on. They don't follow the constitution, right? But that's what's going on right now. So there's some companies that are suing the Biden administration right now because the Biden administration, okay, is basically going to certain companies and censoring shit about the. Using uh, Hunter them. Biden laptop Feeding about other shit, yeah. and they're hu- they're telling these companies to, on behalf of the U.S. government, to censor shit, to block shit, to block people, to block specific accounts that the U.S. government isn't allowed to do. 
Okay, so there's I'm that thinking going of vintage on, of right? There's that going on right now, and the government <laughs> is in a lot of trouble over that. I know it's it's U.S. and Canada right now, and and, and because I'm, uh, right? I'm, I'm because I do a lot of trading, it's in the pivot. It's 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 like it was going up for a while, and then everything's gonna go down. Right. So it's gonna, it's gonna the, get. The Sorry, I was, I was in the crapper man's room, and you mentioned something about Biden and the laptop. Right. So okay. So the 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 American government. Yep. Only has so much power. Right. They're not allowed to do shit that blocks certain constitutional rights, freedom of right speech, press, all that crap. Right. So sort of. So the government has to follow the Constitution, and the government of the United States is not allowed to go to other companies or private companies and say, such as Twitter or Facebook. But with and or why and did say, they go to Facebook? On, right, but they're not allowed to go to these companies and say, "Hey, on our behalf, block this BS because we don't like it." But or they whatever did. The fuck. But they did. Okay, so now it's coming out that the. Biden administration went to Facebook, Instagram, and other social media companies and said, hey, yeah, Hunter Biden did this crap that he wasn't supposed to. You mean he put Skittles on his fucking penis? Right. And he sh- he sent a penis right? picture to his eight, his yes. 16-year-old niece? Yes. And so they're... And he fucked Asian prostitutes? Right, yes. Okay, so he's doing all this shit... And the U.S. government is saying, hey, don't let this shit go out. Say it's Russian disinformation. And now there's companies in the U.S. that are suing the administration. Right. Saying, hey, you can't do this shit. And you did. And this is what we're suing you for. And now it's going all to hell. Well, I, I, I unfortunately, I don't, I don't know how you feel about this one. But I subscribe. I probably feel the same way you do. <laughs> I subscribe to Loudworth Crowder. We're political. I, I, have a, I am a have mug a club mender. I have the fucking mug. You have a cup. You really yeah, I see do? The mug. Yeah, yeah. Hey, he's got oh, a mug. Oh, whoa, oh, oh. You got the mug? Yeah, I he's got, got the there. Mug. I saw it there. Yeah, he's there. You the want to see the Holy Grail? I, I want the mug. I Hang on. Be right back. It's on the table there. I watched shit earlier. The mug club? I want to see the mug. I he's got... Do you know what the right? Hold on, whoa, whoa. Watch. Right, but he's got a handgun on his desk under a... Shit. Now <gasps> watch it. I learned it Oh, my God. It's oh. beautiful. And give me that That's back to me. Give that back to me. It's too sexy for me to look I have out. the mug club mug. I want it so bad. <laughs> Hundred ninety eight oh. bucks a year, but dude, I don't care. Give me that fucking thing back. I would pay a million. Don't dollars. break it. This don't break shit it. Is beautiful. Uh, <laughs> I'm licking it in case you audience can't understand. Give me that for a second. I'm licking it all over. I need something for the viewers. Right, that was the bottom. Uh, Think I got three sixty going. Uh, that was the handle. Uh, that was the rim. Oh, louder the, with Crowder fucking rules. And I just blew my load. <laughs> I'm so go and here's my here's my oh. mug. It's technically twelve ounces uh, of coffee. I know, right? Isn't that shit beautiful? Oh. I only drink it on Saturdays <laughs> and Sunday. He caresses it. No, oh. I don't drink it anymore. Put on your pecker. Caress it. So 
Can I put here? Anyway, it's not gonna put it on my louder yeah, with Crowder. Thank you, Crowder. You guys are awesome. Right? But oh. it's 12 ounces in my Keurig. Change My Mind is the greatest segment <sighs> on fucking... How do you defeat liberalism? Logic. Oh. Like, he was in Austin. Excuse me. When gentlemen. I was in Austin. Hold on, hold on. And I... I wish he was. I wish Gentlemen. I knew about it at the time, because I would have went there and I would have fucking kissed his ass. Excuse me, I'm gonna go to the washroom and I'm gonna spend my time thinking about Steven Crowder, and I'm just gonna need a few minutes by myself. But you haven't seen one of these? No, no, I never seen. And that you feel life. the indent on there? I do. It's got texture on it. It does. He's a master, man. I love it. He doesn't. Mesume, you're from Montreal, and I think Montreal sucks fucking balls, but I'm glad you've been there. My pants are wet. <laughs> but, like Sorry. I said, it's, um, yeah, I've, uh. Right? But the guy, okay, you gotta admit, though, Crowder, all right, I, I understand that he's as controversial as possible. But he uses and common sense on. logic. Yes, and he tries, okay? I get it. He tries to piss off the other side. Of no, the he doesn't. Hold no. on. No, he does. He no, he does. doesn't. No, he Hold doesn't. On. Change my mind. This right. is my opinion. Yep. Talk to me differently. Yep. And then these get these people coming up, and yep. they're going, duh. Yep. And he goes in with a knife, right. turns the fucking net blade, and pulls it out. Yep. But you have to understand that he knows, just like the rest of us, that the other side is so fucking stupid that there's no way they could come up with a coherent <laughs> response to the shit off. he says. Like the chone the change of my mind. Hey, pussy okay. baby. Loves you. The change of my mind, there's no way that the other side can come up with a coherent response. Okay. Well, here's yes, the I thing. Agree. I agree. He knows that. He knows that going in. I shall in, put you on mute. Give me a sec. Hold on. He knows going in that the other side can't come up with a coherent response. Okay? No, that's not the issue. And that's why he does it. But I mean, even the if the other gone. side could come up with a coherent response, which is fucking impossible. He would still do it. It's not the issue. The issue when Crowder comes out and he goes, change my mind, is that he forces facts over emotion. Right. The liberalism of the world is, is based on based. emotion. Right. Uh, emotion right. is not factual. No. So much as you hate the facts, the right. facts are the facts. Right. One plus one is two. I don't give a shit if you think it's three right. and how you feel about it not being three. Right. It is two. Right. And that's the issue that right. that I love about Steven Crowder. That's like. And and I remember watching a video part of it and the guy was coming up. Well, you guys are talking about racism and and you guys are racist and everything else. And Crowder goes. No, I'm that guy's that guy's black. And he's talking about half black Garrett. Right. Right, and that's what he's talking about. And he's going, you know, well, this guy's is black, so how can we talk about racism when this guy's black? But actually, on that note, what's up, buddy, 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 buddy? Uh, Love that podcast. That podcast is so amazing. We love everybody. Here. <laughs>
We're like a big family, and I love everybody. I think you're, uh, we're three seats in the wind right now. It might be four or five. <laughs> four or five. You only touch me, you didn't. I know that I'm fucked up. How about you? Well, this is Super Saturday. Right. And we've got Mr. Nick. Yeah, baby, I'm still here. And we're still here. We got a few buzz going on. Yeah, I got, I got, I got, I got a buzz. <laughs> Mr. Will? Still here. Might be a little stupid. We've talked about a lot. But I'm here. We've talked about a lot. And uh, Mr. Beals, uh, amen to your brother. I think you're the strongest man on the planet. <laughs> and I know the guys here agree with me. I agree. I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, I think what happened to you is bullshit. I agree too. I think what's going on through the world is bullshit. Yeah. And we need more strong men like you. Yes. To stand up against the bullshit and say enough's enough. I can't take it anymore. Yep. Like Constable. Uh, Mr. Beals. Right. Right. Yes. So, on that note. I want to say thank you very much, guys. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Love you, man. I would like to say thanks for fucked up Fridays, but it's salty Saturday. I like salty Saturdays. So anyway, that being said, I appreciate it. And uh, last thing saying, Trudeau, you can. Trudeau, I love you. Fuck your dough. I love you, crack. Fuck your dough. <laughs> Salty Saturdays. But yeah, welcome to Sa- Salty Saturday. And uh, I'm glad we had this night. And thank God for Pierre Parliev. And thank you, boys. And we're out.